Welcome once again, all you Warhammers and Warhammies. We've uh, stumbled upon the best episode of Big M's Power Hour to date. I'm your host, Big M, uh, along with my special cohort, Cole C. Hey, how we doing? Oh, pretty good. How uh, how are you doing after uh, your spoilers big win? Uh, it was uh, it's pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm hanging in there, so to say. So, like I said, today we'll be talking about. Uh, the Tayrathi Invitational. Uh, the Chuck uh, Chuck runs the Light Man event every year, um, and uh, we had our our popper turn into a prince uh, this year. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, have you that's what I'm missing. I should have had the belt up here. Yeah. Oh, why don't you? I thought that was part of the I, uh, mistakes were made. <laughs> Next time I have to show it off. Uh, have you got to play any more since? I actually have not gotten to play another game since, so right. sad. But well, are you going to uh, Fabricator Forge this weekend? I will probably not be able to make it, sadly. But How I know. Do you expect I to know. win. Got to get the reps. I don't need reps. I'll just walk in and be fine. It'll be <laughs> good. A, be a good. fish. I'm a fish. It's yeah, fine. It's, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Coal of the sea. Yeah. I'll swim. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, uh, you know. I still get to attack a bunch, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, so this was this is gonna wrap up the the AOS season of twenty twenty one. Yeah, this is the bona fide ending across all yeah. podcasts. This is the one that we say goodbye. <laughs> all the other ones, yes, nah. Yeah, they were too early. <laughs> Got to wait until you're firmly in twenty twenty two to say goodbye to twenty twenty one. Um, yeah, so as far as that goes, uh, said I know we don't talk too much hobby uh, here uh, because yeah, I don't care when other people talk about their hobbies. So I won't bore you with mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, one thing that I did learn at uh, the Tarathi Invitational is that concussors uh, are not a substitute for fulminators. <laughs> you have that. It was a three-round event, and I think within three rounds, I'm pretty sure they did Butkus. <laughs> uh. Uh, I, yeah, between trying to get them where they needed to go, and then, like... They just didn't quite do enough when they got there. Yeah, because, again, like, their whole thing is that for fishing for sixes, you know? And right. whenever you're only throwing six dice, you're not Statistically, gonna yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's funny is, like, that's why in each every time I use them, I uh, I started with the Drake or the Dracolith claws because you were more excited about those. Uh, just because it was the same, it's the same profile. The only difference is uh, they don't explode on sixes. So I was like, I'd rather build the tension up. <laughs> Be like, there oh, we go. Am I going to roll two sixes? Huh? Are you in trouble? <laughs> Uh, and every single time that they did get into something, because it was always like I'd whittle it down with long strikes or something, and and then get right, that in, finish it off. Yeah, it was like, oh, they have two left, and like they did it every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, every time, yeah. like it was like get into something that's fresh. No, you, no, I'm not gonna do nothing to it. Yeah. Um. So how was how was your Christmas? Did you get any GW goodies? Uh, no, not too much GW goodies. We don't do too much gift giving. It ends up being a couple of gift cards, maybe a few bucks. It's more, hey, we saw you. Okay, I got to go see these other people now. Bye. <laughs> um, it's a lot of running. Yeah, and again, so like, since I'm still 
uh, still Warhammer employee, uh, you know, I get the 50% discount. So I try to tell people, like, don't buy me stuff. <laughs> no, um, I understand. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. It's one of those, if I wanted it, I probably went out and got it. Yeah. So don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, now, I do have to say my mother actually went above and beyond this year. Oh, yeah? Um, she bought me the, since it's off the web store, I was very grateful. She got me the um, the or the uh, terrain kit of the Stormkeep that had the two uh, the two oh. rises with the, the, the path in between them. Yeah, very cool. Uh, which I'm like, oh my gosh, knowing how much that was, I was like, right, yeah. no, don't, you should not have bought that for me. <laughs> looking at her like, no, don't and do this again. Thank on you. On top of but... that, let me see, it's already tangled up in wires, so you know it's already home. Um, yeah. I, I had this like on my list as almost like a little bit of a joke, uh, oh, but yes. I got the this, and then it, mm -hmm. it works so well. Does I, it really? Uh, yeah. Uh, now, I... I tried it on, I had basically a dead pot of, um, I forget which brass it was, scorpion brass. Okay. Because I don't know about you, but every single time I get a pot of scorpion brass, I have about two weeks before it just kaputs. Hmm. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I have to be persistent, but if I sit there and shake <laughs> for like 15, 20 minutes, I can bring it back. It's just... <laughs> Uh, but yeah. yeah, I wasn't able to do that, but I've been I've, I've been using it on like my washes and contrasts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, there we go. And it uh, gets them nice and frothy. Good, good. <laughs> so we'll see. Like I said, it's uh, yeah. I'm actually able another to... tool. It, what's interesting is like I wasn't really expecting it too much with washes and stuff, but it almost mm -hmm. feels like it's helping it go on smoother and thinner. Okay. So probably, nice. yeah, I probably just haven't been mixing enough. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You just reminded me. I actually got myself a wet palette during oh, Christmas, nice. so I will be trying to up my painting game a little bit too. So, uh, honestly, like I, so I followed um, Uncle Adam from uh, Tabletop Minions yeah. years and years and years ago. Came out with a how to make your own wet palette. Yeah, and so that's that go. Uh, I mean, that's here. Hold on, me. Do I have oh, it? is it still still in use? Yeah, look, so this is all it is. Oh, sweet. And now I have to say, like, one thing I think is funny is, like, he... So all it is is it's just literally it's a, um, like a... Piece of Tupperware. Tupperware yeah. sandwich container with mm -hmm. a paper towel that you wet. And then okay. uh, you just put uh, some parchment paper over top of it. Very and, nice. And um, it's not as good as a, a real wet palette, but... But for the cost, I mean, right. it it keeps all the paints active. Um, so like yeah. I say, like your wet powder probably keep paints wet for maybe a day or so, right? Whereas that'll keep paints wet for a couple hours or so. But I mean, for as long as you want it to be working on, so it's right. hard to complain, right? Um, but yeah, so that that's that's another one. That's uh, did you ever watch uh, Uncle Adam? I have. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good work. I uh, I really like his channels. I really like his the the every other Sunday show, which I think he's upgraded recently. Oh, has he? I haven't um, actually gotten to catch an every other Sunday for quite some time. So yeah, I've just caught the little ten to fifteen minute blurbs he does out. Yeah, that, that's kind of my only problem. Is is like, 
he was he really helped me kind of get my foot in the door because like mm-hmm. i didn't really take the hobby seriously i just kind of took it as you know just something to do when there's nothing else to do just no, why I understand. It, it took me a decade to get a painted army <laughs> I, I can't say much if there wasn't such a thing as tournaments i wouldn't have yeah. a painted army yeah same thing i mean so uh but yeah that was one of the um that's kind of one of the issues is like he has his niche he knows exactly where he is he knows what his audience is looking for and um now that i'm kind of more advanced into the hobby and more advanced into the game itself it's uh i still enjoy his personality a lot it's just a lot of his content isn't for me but no i understand i think that's by design yeah he he knows where he's catching everyone on their stop into the hobby and Quite honestly, though, like you said, he has such a likable personality that that's a topic I'm half interested in. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll sit and listen to Uncle Adam for a little while. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, I'll look at his videos and be like, can I watch that? Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get on here with the news here. Starting sure. off um, with an article from December 9th. So the seeds of Nurgle's Garden with Magkin's path, uh, New Path Glory Rules. Um Again, we'll get into Nurgle here in in a little bit, but right. uh, I thought th- this Path to Glory is really interesting. I really like it. Uh, we we actually played a little bit. Um, well, not you and I, but uh, right, yeah. I got to I play a little have... with with Neil. Uh, yeah, you guys enjoyed the system then. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think we spent almost as much time after. The game <laughs> figuring out what it was going on that we did actually playing the game um now since i was playing stormcast and he was playing um ko we decided to go a little bit higher with the point count so we were going with 750 and um it it worked out pretty well um good now good. i really like the fact that they're already you know, there's this is already in Stormcast and it's already in in um, right. the orcs, but I really like their the the flavor they're able to add. Like you're literally just trying to spread the garden. Hey, that's all. Nurgle just wants to spread his gift. You yeah. know, it's okay. <laughs> so I said, I mean, if, as long as they keep up with this sort of thing, I'll be super pleased and super happy with everything that Path of Glory is doing. Uh, the only yeah. thing I could ask for is. I would like to see them take Path to Glory to the same level that they took Crusade by having their own supplements and stuff. Yeah, actually, I think I have one of the supplement books behind me. I think they're cool. I mean, they're fun. Yeah. I I really like... um, There is a way to do Path to Glory games against someone that is not doing Path to Glory, but it doesn't quite work as well as I think the Crusade does. Okay. Um, Yeah. But it is what it is. So Yeah. Even then, it's not perfectly balanced in the whole Crusade system either. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it is what it is, like sure. you said. Yeah. Uh, well, again, it's it, narrative isn't isn't meant to be a no. a well well tuned uh, instrument, anyways. No, and that's just fine to have every once in a while. Um, so up next, another article from December 9th, paint Amon Hen like it's right out of the film with the new downloadable guide. So I, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I don't know what's, what's going on. Oh, it's over in, that's why it's over in Forge World. 
I've been waiting for this uh, to release. That's why you can't find and it. And I'm like, I keep looking, and um, and it's over in Forge World. But like, so this is one of the issues. So like, I picked up the um, the last uh, terrain piece that came out with the Dogel Door, Do- Dogel Door, uh, and yeah. I'm like, how do I play on this? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, at least this one you can you already have stairs. This one's a little bit more accessible, I think. Let's take right. a look. Let's do this live here, uh, live pre-recorded or pre-recorded live. Uh, I am a human. Yes, yeah, it's fine. Oh, I have to find pictures with buses. I think that's a bus. There. I hope I tell I'm not you teaching. Yellow... Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not teaching. Oh, oh, I got a second page. I don't know whether that means that there was a secret Uh-oh. bus or what. No, they always make you do two nowadays. Okay. All right, let's or you, see. Or you are a robot and you don't know what a bus is. Oh, One boy. Of the two. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so are you looking at Amon Hen? Yes, I am. Uh, are you on Are you on Forge World, or are you just looking at it? No, I'm on Warcom. War How much it. do you think Amon Hen costs? Oh, no. You asked the question. You had a heart attack while you right before this piece of terrain, GW. Why you do this? I would want to put it at seventy. GW put it a hundred bucks. So that's an interesting guess. That's an okay. interesting guess. Um, how about how about how bad? How about if I if I, how about if I charge you two hundred and twenty dollars to get you in one of these today? Huh. Um, I think i'll be good thank you <laughs> forge world man guys come on come on <laughs> no like, Oof. it's Oof. what are you talking about like it's okay that one, all right that one hurt a bit that all one hurt right. a bit if you guys if you if you good for you that's <laughs> there we are good for you all right on to on to greener pastures uh cheaper pastures let's get um instead of this one kit that was made by probably one person let's look on to something that's going to take probably a hundred or so people uh coming out december 10th space marine 2 lands with a big bang and an awe-inspiring yeah. trailer so uh i'm i'm pretty sure you and i are on the same page here you where... know we are both video gamers and we have wanted this game for quite some time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so this this thing, this this piece of art, um, yeah. Oh, oh I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And you know what's weird? I'm excited about the fucking Primaris Marine too right now, which is awesome. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, now, did you look into this at all, or did you just kind of like see it and get excited like me? I saw it, got excited. And I stepped away because <laughs> I just want to enjoy that story because I know it'll have at least one fun little hook into it, and that like the last one did, and I'm yeah. okay with that. As long as it's as good as the first one, and we don't just you know drop the ball on this, I'll be happy, boy. <laughs> well, I said you see that little bit of combat at the end of the trailer, uh, which right. is like like. Honestly, anymore, I ignore everything that they tell me, and I just want to see the gameplay, and I'll make a judgment. Just show me five no, seconds, I agree. and I'll judge yeah. the whole game. Like, <laughs> and from those five seconds they show, it's exactly what I want. Like, it's yeah. Anything they add into it beyond that is just going to be gravy. Um, now, I don't know if 
if the main character is the main character from the last one? I think it is. I believe it's supposed to be. Because uh, if so, so I'm, I'm glad to see he got his his fourth stud uh, for yeah yeah 400 years of service now. So uh, been yeah. at it. The only thing is, wasn't there supposed to be a bunch of time skip between? Well, this came out. Whatever this came out it was what seventh edition. Uh, sixth or seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hasn't a lot of time passed since then. Uh, yeah. So his head. Two hundred years would have. Two hundred years would have covered it. His head should be we, simply riddled with studs. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, in the lore, we're kind of, I want to say we're in uh, 41K nowadays. So I think so. I think that we I just, heard that as well. I think we had just ticked over into 41. So I think it actually makes sense he would have aged 200 years. I mean, yeah. we've got, he had to cross the Rubicon to become a Primaris Marine as well. So mm -hmm. there's that. Boy, am I very curious what they're going to say happened when the Inquisitors picked him up. Like, I hope they address that. I really yeah. hope they address that. Like I said, I hope it is him because, A, I love the character, and, B, I want to mm. know what happened to him. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Uh, and then at the bottom of the page there, we have a little bit of uh, Warhammer uh, fantasy news with uh, Vermintide 2 uh, adding the Warrior Priest um, class for the Witch Hunter guy. Uh, I actually downloaded this and, and bought this uh, already had Vermintide 2 purchased but the Warrior Priest is like three bucks so uh, I bought him and I played I've been playing with him a little bit and man is it fun yeah you enjoying him <laughs> uh, I think it's like either every 30 seconds or every minute he has the ability to put up a shield where he just doesn't take damage seems okay and then, seems okay. And then at the end of that period it, his shield explodes and deals a bunch of damage so I've been having a lot of fun with that. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and again, like I played Vermintide two when it first came out, and boy was it rough. But now, yeah, was it? It's like a whole different game. Okay, it's really good now. Now I got it whenever it came up on Humble Bundle so long ago now, <laughs> and I haven't touched it probably a year, year and a half now. So I should probably hop back in there sometime, enjoy it a little bit before Dark Tide comes out, <laughs> if it ever comes out. Hey, right now it says spring 2022. Let's, let's, be, let's be helpful here. Uh, maybe you know what we should do is we should record an episode while playing Vermintide. I'm okay with that. Uh, all right, moving along to um, to the next important news. We skip all the way to December 20th. Curse City Resurrected. Oh, yes. That's right. You are welcome. I am 100% taking the glory from this one. Uh, now, after a, a you know almost a year of, of giving them grief and giving them flack, they they brought it back solely to shut me up. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the one thing I very I'm very interested to see. They talk about expansions. Yeah, I noticed that. The thing that I find very interesting about that is because I assumed and still believe that the two vampires that do not aesthetically fit with soul blight but do aesthetically fit with curse city you're rather certain they were the expansion for this game right and potentially even the 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 father daughter witch hunters yeah i give you that because they don't fit in anywhere 
you know, like no, a book no. came out, but that was it. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, and it, again, it was shortly thereafter. Whenever they said no more Curse City, yeah, it's possible, very possible. So again, like I said, I, I've played this. I've only got to play it once, um, but it is so fun. Um, it's so fun. The characters are really good. Um, if you if you like board games pick this up uh whenever you whenever there it comes you go. out um yeah that was so this was one of the things i was trying to give you a little behind the scenes um mm -hmm. whenever uh neil was working on uh battle across the realms yeah since um i have a I have one, and Dave has a set of Curse City. I thought there was another person, but I, I, I couldn't figure it out who. Um, that what we did was, if anyone wanted to show up the night before, we turn their narrative, we make a card for their narrative hero, and they can go through Curse City with their character. Oh, geez, that could have been entertaining. But, you know. You know, That'd I mean, have been a little bit much. Yeah. I mean, not really. I mean, the if you look at all the different hero cards, there's very, there's only small variations, and mm -hmm. so if we just kind of like stuck with it or even just reflavored, uh, right, one of the cards, then hey, this card makes sense for your character. Right. All right, we're happy. Yeah. Right. All right, moving along here. So we have um, going over to December twenty first, our first battle scroll. <laughs> oh yes so i know this has been done to death so i don't want to uh further uh take take a long time with this um what are what are kind of your overall thoughts um so i'm glad that we are going to be making updates to the game yes don't get me wrong at all there as someone who plays both 40k barely now and Age of Sigmar, the reason I barely play 40k is I can't keep up with the updates and changes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's, I feel like I'm being one of those gamers that complains because I would like updates to things that are broken. Right. But I'm scared of how fast it'll come and it'll be daunting the new players, but we'll see how it goes. See how big the changes are each time. If this is like the biggest battle scroll we get. Right. I think I'll be fine, honestly. In, in, in all honesty, I think one of the things that they need to start doing um, is they, especially if they're going to be doing these frequently. Uh, I'm trying to look through here. I swear to God it said something about the, how often they were coming out. Um, uh, I didn't even look at that, but if you made me guess, I think for 40k, it's every six months. And... I don't know. I mean, it's well. Regardless, I, I think I heard a rumor somewhere that it was going to be like pretty frequent. Oh and, yeah. And okay. in all honesty, if that is the case, it's really the last thing I want. Um, you know, I was perfectly fine with our winter update and our uh, general handbook release. Yeah. No, I thought that was pretty good. I mean. FAQs may have needed to come out faster than what they have been as of late, but back pre-COVID, whenever we were in the swing of things, we would get a battle tome, and then two weeks later, an FAQ. 
Right. If, you know, once we get out of all this, we could get back to that, I'd have been happy. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, the issue I think I'm going to have is the fact that these are probably going to be... I mean, you're probably going to have a almost a second handbook of battle scrolls at this point yeah of just things that have been changed yeah like i i I honestly feel like what they need to start doing is they need to start realizing that their rule book is a living document and i'm not asking them to release new copies of the book itself but there's no reason that this verbiage just can't be in the rules on the app and online um yeah like the you know, if you have the the digital general's handbook, the artifact of power, the amulet of destiny, should just say this: the bear has a ward of six. Right. Um, well, I am kind of curious now. Did the app update at all? Do you know? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think you can find this in there uh, as an FAQ or a rata, but okay. I, I don't think it has replaced the text uh, in there. Um, okay. So as far as as far as everything goes, I think the general the general gist of the battle scroll itself is it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, um, I think the heroic action changes is good. I think the uh, unleash hell charges or unleash hell change is good. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. the war scrolls are good. Yeah, the War Scrolls are good. Um, um, and just a quick reference, I did just look it up on the Warhammer app. Uh, it's updated correctly in there. Awesome. Actually. Excellent. So, good. Good good, good on them to do that, at least. Yes. So, <laughs> Yeah, that definitely makes things a lot easier. Because, like, that's one of the things that I've never understood is, like, if we have digital products, why do we also have errata? Like, shouldn't the errata just be for print? I mean, you got to give everyone a heads up that yeah. it's even happened. Right. Oh, if, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, I, and I have nothing wrong with their having the errata up. But right. if I go into my app, it shouldn't, I shouldn't have to reference it. I agree. Um, now, I do have two, kind of two issues with, uh, again, even all the point changes. Like I said, the, mm-hmm. the point changes are all fine. I don't really think there's anything super, um, super terrible. Uh, the only thing that has me kind of scratched my head is with Lumineth. Um, like, okay, yeah, sure, put the Sentinels up. That, that's fine. You know, they could probably even be 180. Um, but at yeah. the same time, bring the Wardens down. Like, they're not... <laughs> you, you're, you're, really, you're really stretching them thin for, for battle lines here. Because um, inherently, the Wardens themselves are not... Uh, right are not broken. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen someone put a bunch of uh, wardens on the table, and your the opponent goes, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> right. I think the worry there is because sentinels only become battle line due to the wardens. The lowering yeah. of the wardens may just nullify whatever you just did to the sentinels. Well, that's why again, I, I, even if you wanted to raise them up a little higher, then I'm fine with that. You right. Know, like no, I understand what you're saying. I, make it make it a ten point down for. Uh, wardens and 20 up for sentinels just for reference right so it doesn't um, quite balance out but yeah other than that i uh i think 
Gotrick probably could have been fine at 500. Uh, yeah, I think so too. But I don't think being, it's the end of the I world. I think we did a lot of gentle changes here. Yeah. And again, like I said, I'd rather, you, you, whenever it comes to point changes, as frustrating as it can be at times, it's better to do the slight nudge. Yeah. Um, you know, just. Yeah, it, I'd rather it, not say, hey, all your stuff's useless now because we overdid it. Sorry. <laughs> right, right. Um, I said for for the uh, the Storm Drake guard, I'm. I know we talked about it last time. I still feel like. I still feel like they just went a little too, just a little too hard. Like. Three forty is a lot of points for for those guys. It is. Um, Storm Drake guard are in that weird position that if there was no way to make him battle line, yeah, I think I would agree with you. I 100% agree. Yeah. So that's, I think, the odd spot that we're in is yeah. that, yep, if you just want to bring in a unit of two of them, nah, can't do it. Right. If you want to build an army around them, yeah, it's still kind of there. So it's odd. And still Very fighting, odd. fighting that army is like fighting an all dragon army is still going to be a feel bad situation. Oh, it's going to be very difficult. Very difficult. Um, again, I don't... So, uh, one of the things that Chuck and I talked about in the last episode of Strength Hammer was uh, Bill brought... Um, he played Fire Slayers and mm -hmm. brought some, some of the Drake Guard. Okay. And he said that he would have rather have taken something else from fire slayers because they just didn't do enough yeah um like not only did they not do enough but they were set like people were so scared of them that they just put way so much pressure into it that they never got to do anything and, right and, everyone went "Ooh, it's the new scary thing i'm gonna kill that first right and that's kind of what i've been saying since since the war scroll for them dropped and i'm like i'm looking at them like it's good mm-hmm but not two models for 300-some points good. Because I said, I mean, I would have to drop both my Fulminators and my Chariot in order to find room for them. Or I could not reinforce uh, one of my battle line. <laughs> or, I right. could leave, yeah. or I could only bring three long strikes. Like, the, right. the army is pointed out to the point where you don't have wiggle room. No, no, there's no fat in your army. There may be a unit that you consider fat because you wish it was the upgraded unit right. version of some sort, but that's it. Right. Uh, so, like I said, I, we'll see. Like I said, I, what I'm hoping is that the dragons don't see play and they consider putting out maybe a new war scroll that's a little more balanced. They'll see play. The question will be over the next three months, how do they do? Right, right. Because and... I know I've seen it on Twitter. There are already people sitting on 10, 11 <laughs> dragons. Yeah. They, they're getting built. I can't even People imagine. don't care how good they were. Right. <laughs> or won't be. There, uh, there will be dragons. We'll see. There will be dragons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the, the, the Grand Alliance Chaos changes um, for the coalitions. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people that that were using those things were very upset, but yeah. I think it was something that was just so, so desperately needed because 
it became yeah, it was a, such it was a good change. And all the Archeon lists and stuff that were using it, I yeah, they lost some, but I don't think they lost so terribly much you can't use him. At least if you're in the Zinch version. Maybe the Corn version I don't think really works anymore. I mean but outside being, of that. Just taking those those extra combos away from you know Archeon. From all the other Ravagers little units and big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think finding Ravagers is no longer the the best battle line choice for so many armies. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, for the Grand Alliance Order, uh, you know, I, I think if you're going to give Marathi Kane all of the spells, uh, and she's already a little bit of an MPE. Um... No, I it was actually surprised they just gave her a buff and said points stay where they're at. Yeah, I I mean, throw us a bone and at least raise them like 10. <laughs> Right, just something. Yeah, but uh, just... I agree that was a an odd call. Um, I personally, but I think it may partially be because of the army I play, don't have a problem with her. But <laughs> right. I know there, if you have not played as many games against somebody like Chuck as I've gotten yeah. to, and just people like the first time you play her, yeah, you're not gonna like her. She will be a negative play experience for you. <laughs> I um I'm I've been trying to figure out what to do against her with my Stormcast because like I really don't have that unit that I can just throw into her and say well I don't need that unit uh, I'm wondering maybe the Chariot's just right. the best bet for her. Chariot at least has the speed to catch up to her. Yeah. Um, maybe even catch uh, the Shadow Queen. Yeah, I mean. You want to put as minimal into the Shadow Queen each turn is the hard. That's right. the that's the difficult balance with her. I think is right. you have to commit into her, but not so much that you overdo it. I mean, it's the smallest unit and the least damaging unit in my army. Right, that's true. Um, but I think personally, I'm gonna pin the big one with whatever I can yeah. for a turn, if possible. Yeah, yeah. If I get the double, cool, great. I'll get to have two turns of hitting at her, but if not, okay. Big one is at least stuck here with this thing for a moment. Yeah. Um, now, I think the only other thing that I have, uh, the only other kind of like, again, like, nothing is like, oh, finally, and nothing is like, right. how dare you. Everything's like, oh, thanks, or, hmm, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so going back to the Amulet of Destiny, like, mm -hmm. <sighs> I, What's interesting is, like, whenever I first saw this, I was like, why didn't you just change it from a ward save to a mortal wound save? That's something you could have done. Yeah. Um, and so, I forget who I was talking. I was talking to Neil about it. And Neil's like, oh, well, this is actually, and again, if Neil's, if, if this is wrong, Neil's wrong, not me. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> we'll, we'll blame Neil here. So he said, well, the Amulet of Destiny is actually an old fantasy artifact okay and it did just that really yes and if that's the case cool yeah. uh if not like because again one of the biggest issues one of the biggest issues i see down the road is how much mortal wounds are becoming predominant in the game yeah as they had at one point before as well right and we're slowly ramping our way back to that right 
it, it's like we're it's 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 definitely the the coming and going of the tide here. Uh, yeah. But it's like if you just were willing to add in a mortal wound save separate of ward saves, then it becomes a little. You take the teeth away a little bit, and it still has its place. Right. Um, because again, a a save of five or six is not going to happen very often. <laughs> right. They, uh, I think they have pigeonholed themselves into needing to just call it a ward save, though, just because they had come up with the new term oh, no. and everything. This addition I'm that saying, is half the issue. I'm saying have both, like have ward saves of six plus, right. and then even if it's just heroes, like I wouldn't mind if heroes um, got the mortal wound save ability. Yeah, even if it was just a game rule, I, I would like to see if it was like a game rule where heroes or maybe just something that takes up the leader role mm -hmm. has a six up mortal wound save and your general has a five up mortal wound save base jeez make them real survivable i mean again five up on a mortal wound isn't the isn't the end of the world yeah oh, one out of three we'll see um, it'll be worth worth trying sometime but uh, right all right that was that was a lot longer than I was expecting on that was that's that okay. <laughs> but uh, moving on, um, something we're both kind of well, I'm kind. We'll see. We'll talk about it here. Uh, December twenty seventh, an ancient grudge boils over in the fury of the deep. The next age of uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar battle box, the ancient rivalry between Fire Slayers and Eidneth. There was one of those. I didn't even know they knew each other. Like <laughs> I. I had to double check the battle tome and I don't know if they even mentioned the fire slayers in that book. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think IDK I is mean, mentioned in fire slayers. I I'll give you underwater volcanoes, I guess it's kind of <laughs> cool. We do, but, uh, so what do you, uh, what do you think of your hero? Uh, I hate to say it, but I'm not the biggest fan of the skull. I think his hat or helmet thing is really weird. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think that that um, the little curve over thing is a little weird. But like, if you just take, if you just put your thumb over that part, um, yeah, it, I mean, it looks like, pretty good. And oh yeah. my goodness, I just looked. No, it's not. I was saying those swords were the um, were the reveal were the rumor engine that we saw a little bit ago, but they're not. They're just super yeah. similar style, which. Only puts another token in the uh, Umbranef uh, bucket. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but I, I do like this kind of this small nudge in in the the style. Because uh, again, Toward, like everything yeah. else, I really like. I really like that sash. I I like yeah. the like the kind of piratey boots. The uh, the one shoulder pad. The etched in tattoos or whatever the heck they yeah, are he, he feels like a raider of yeah. some sort which i think that's what deep are they yeah. come out they hit you they go home they're done um then for the fire slayer one um yeah i definitely like the fire slayer one uh in general it's yeah. definitely my favorite of the two uh i mean you own the army so you should yeah. like it yeah uh now one thing i think is bizarre is a lot of people are talking about um, how you know? I've heard both. I've heard people that that go, it just looks like everyone else. But I've also heard people say that it's it's a new take on the army. But 
the problem is, is it's literally the cross between a rune master and a rune smiter. Uh, is it, this is the in-between guy? Yes. So the rune master has this little torch thing that he mm -hmm. has going on, and then the rune smiter literally is holding up a small burning rune. <laughs> nice. Just parallel dos. It's and, great. And the rune, the rune master also has a cloak that is almost identical to what oh, he was wearing. It? Oh, jeez. Uh, the only real difference is he has like that shoulder design or that that right. shoulder thing. This like dragon deal going on and here. And then the yeah. gigantic stomach plate. Um, I mean, that is pretty. That part I think is actually kind of cool. And yeah. Oh no, I'm not saying it, it, it's yeah. definitely unique. That's all I was saying on that. Yeah. As, um, I. The difficult thing for me is whenever I'm playing against the army. It's just going to be another orange mohawk to me. And I'm not going to understand what I'm looking at. <laughs> well, at least, like, so that's one of the things that I did with my army that, that people seem to appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, I painted the base rims different colors. Oh, yes, that's right. I and then all of my heroes just are gold. Right. So that way, you want to pick out my heroes? There they are. I'm not going to try and obfuscate it from you. <laughs> right, yeah. Um. I do have a feeling that this is all we're going to see for these armies. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to go back into what? Where was a time? I think we had six boxes that were just the hero that was new or something like that. Mm -hmm. Then they eventually released us at the individual kits eventually. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me of that. So <clears throat> again, you're probably right. Um, also, hey. Hmm. Books coming soon for the two, hopefully, then? So here's the problem. And I don't mean to be... I'm going to be a little oh, negative. I'm be a little yeah. negative. <laughs> I don't see... I don't see them touching the Fire Slayer issues. Okay. Uh, I just... They just... They, they just don't care about dwarves. <laughs> It's, they got to give them some love. I mean, come on. I mean, well, so again, as far as that goes, what I was hoping to see was a cavalry unit. Okay. Because, again, the the big issue with this army is like, yes, I can take rune smiters and pop up anywhere on the board that I want outside of nine. Right. But the problem is. No there's no right there's no yeah. there's no other movement so whenever i pop them up unless i go turn first and put them on the objectives that i want them on yeah that's all i got like <laughs> yeah these guys on some sort of like mountain ram or something like that could have been right. entertaining mountain yeah. ram, small magma drops um, small magma drops yeah or even just magma drops by themselves as a unit uh that's one that the community's touted a lot um yeah i mean just give us the uh, beast claw treatment that yeah. way. Yeah, I um, I do not see them giving this army run and charge. No, although I absolutely think they should have it. They uh, should have the ability to strike a rune and have a turn at it at the very least. Well, first off, let's touch on runes a little bit. Here. Okay. <laughs> um, can I? I think. 
I honestly feel like the runes, mm-hmm. the rune system is one of the laziest designs I've seen in a while. Okay. Um, it doesn't make sense. Um, okay. Where are these runes? <laughs> okay. Right? No, I get what you're saying there. No, I'll give you that. Like, because in old Dispossessed, yeah. whenever it was dwarves, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you had a unit that was like that. You had, but he had a giant iron, or he had a giant anvil, and was right. literally striking runes. Right. No, if their uh, their oven was where you had to be to strike these runes, I'd right. feel a little bit better about it. But I agree with you there. Okay. But it's literally just this. Well, we couldn't come up with anything, so we'll just give them this. And like, um, like their their stats are so average to slightly above average, uh, you know. Because again, right. I don't ever want to complain about threes, threes, one ren, one damage, or threes, I was gonna three, say one, there's, two damage. Yeah, there's a lot of army books out there. Be like threes and threes. <laughs> right, right. But at the same time, we're talking that's now going to be ten dudes. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I say you're just I don't see them addressing the movement issues um, and like I said the runes are just they're nice see, they're nice that's half, it's half what I think the reason they put them in here with the deepkin because it reminds me of the tide for deepkin almost yeah. in a way yeah, so. in all honesty like I feel like if they wanted to go with this like extra add on uh no, I want to be I I want to be I want to be shitty I want to be shitty the this this tack on mechanic <laughs> oh there we go <laughs> um I feel like they should have been the one to have like the the KO thing where they have the aether quartz or well, I guess that's Lumineth but the aether gold yeah. um I feel like they should have had the aether gold and then the runes should have been like commands or something on the boats or on something boats. yeah. Uh, because again, like I said, the, in the lore, the fire slayers have those, the, the metal dug into their skin that they draw powers from. Right. So like, it makes sense and all the runes are supposed to do different things. So it makes sense for them to burn out one of their, um, I'm going to use a rune right now to keep me alive or to do this thing real quick. Yeah. And then that way, what you could have done was, is each unit could have been able to burn one of these runes to give themselves run and charge when they need it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then that way you're not having a, uh, like daughters of Cain army wide run and charge whenever the hell you want it sort of thing. And and you have to pick it. Um, Yeah. Because man, I'll tell you, Four inch movement just is such a feel bad. <laughs> no, I can only imagine. I uh, I have to admit, I'm a little spoiled over here in Deepkin Land. Whenever, especially well, when I was playing eels, sitting around being like, I'm gonna move 14 inches. Uh, <laughs> oh come on, only 14. Well, yeah, like I said, yeah. that's whenever I was playing Lumineth, and everyone's like, oh, it's such a slow army. I'm like, go piss on yourself. I have, I have a I six zooming in mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like heck, even with even with Stormcasted five inches, I don't know what it is, but that four to five inch like barrier, big. it is massive. Hmm. Um, because again, like five to six doesn't feel that big to me. 
uh, it doesn't feel like that big of a difference. But like it's I said, it's just that it's not dwarf movement. That's it. That's yeah. all it is. So, so it must be better. Like I said I'm, we will absolutely talk about both of these books whenever they come out. Um, but yeah. I, with only getting a hero, I, I felt like this was an army that has that already has. I want to say six heroes. Maybe, uh, maybe. A, a good amount. And then they have three units. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely could have used something, and I don't think we're getting anything. So we'll see. We'll see. And hopefully yeah. the hero does something good and some adds something. What I would like the hero to do, I don't think the hero is going to do it based on their narr- on the narrative. Um, okay. But what I would really like is for them to do something where you can something about the rune like whenever you're trying to activate it whether it's like re-roll or plus one or something right um, because like i Once said per game you auto get the six yeah that would be or something like that that would be beyond amazing <laughs> right that's what i was like in my mind yeah that's his whole job it seems like so uh i don't know so we'll see uh I would love to see it. Uh, what, what do you what do you kind of hope from your guy? Do you have any hopes? Uh, this fella here, I really don't know what he could do. Um, I personally think, looking at the army and everything, obviously he's a foot guy. Uh, so I don't think he's going to have anything to do with any sort of mounted unit at all, although he does have a little eel with him. I suspect he will help out. Maybe he's what's going to make thralls worth it. I mean, he but, is the thrall master. I mean, I so guess I I'm wondering. So it says here, so. thrall master shifts stances to effortlessly counter whichever opponent he faces, uh, instructing his Namardi followers to follow suit. So, so got to make thralls worthwhile. Finally, right? Yeah. So it That's sounds it. it sounds a little like the custodes guy. Oh yeah, you're right. So right. we'll see. The I only mean, thing is that oh, he's going to have to probably get in close or something like that. It's the only thing that worries me. And so that no, makes look it how difficult. long that spear is. He's that's going to be a three uh, inch. That's true. You're probably right. Actually, he'll be fighting spear. from the back. Yeah, he'll that'll be, be uh, that's going to be one attack, fours and fours, no rend, one damage, and then you're going to have the fish. The fish is also going to be three inches. And you're going to get six at twos, twos, re-rolling everything, three right. red. Right, no, you're right. Yeah, uh, somehow the eel will just yeah. rip everyone's Two shreds. D3 yeah. damage. That's... Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> All right well, but we'll if you get the spear to kill somebody, it's some huge bonus, which is why you never uh, the, will. The fish, the fish doubles its damage. That's what I... Yeah, <laughs> something ridiculous, yes. Uh, all right, so then we got Miniature of the Year. Um, did you vote? I did not vote. Didn't vote. Didn't Gotta rock vote. the polls, Cole. I know. I, I guess know. that's before your time, though. That's <laughs> Might be a day or two. Uh, that was a big thing in the 90s, was rock the polls. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so I personally voted for Krondus and Karazai. Oh, okay. Uh, I really wanted to see an AOS, um, an AOS model take it, but... Uh, I think the entire AOS community wanted to see that finally, especially after last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it got an honorable mention, so that's something. We're, we're getting there. Uh, the Veteran Guardsman. I um, 
I said, I've, I've never been, I've always appreciated the Guardsmen. I've never uh, really been too, um, too tempted to start one, uh, right. start an army. But I've always loved uh, the, the Death Corps. They're, they're yeah, Death no, I've got a couple of different uh, books of theirs right there. And honestly, whenever I start reading the Imperial Guardsmen <laughs> books, I'm sitting there going, yep, I need an army of this. I really do. Uh, I'm surprised Lord Croak only made a uh, honorable mention. Uh, I don't know if why that was it, but I think he must have just only spoke to certain people. I yeah, don't know. I, I'm wondering, well, again, whenever it's an AOS model, we always have the hurdle right. of, you know, for every two 40k players, there's only one AOS player at best, if not three. Right. One. Yes, yes, in a good, good world. Agreed. Uh, and then you also have uh, people who have been getting their butts handed to them by Seraphon, <laughs> especially Lord Croak, who's a pain in the ass. <laughs> You're right. Maybe that's why I don't like to look at the model that much. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with the design. It's all about the dread I see or I feel whenever right. it's Right, no, I see that and I'm just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> what is it? You have to put... How many uh, things you have to put into him before he'll... Um... Uh, if you do one wound, there is a chance he'll he'll pop, I believe. I well, again, it's one of those like one in a million chances. But I, right. I forget what the math is. You have to do like, I think it's like twenty some wound in one round before you can reliably get him off the oh, table. He he's dead dead if you can do twenty wounds. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah. Um, then we got uh, Morvan Haval, the uh, that one new add on to the. Uh, Sisters of Battle. Yeah. I, I think those models are pretty cool, personally. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, I don't know if it's honorable mention cool. No, I can agree with you there. I don't know if it's that good compared to some of the other stuff they've come out with this year. Uh, but, cool model. Then we got What's-His-Face on the Big White Squig. Yeah. <laughs> I can see I mean, it. I, yeah, I agree. I can see that being I, an honorable mention pretty easily to me. Looking at the image here, I, I'm not 100% sure I understand why they they put a poor ex they put an exhaust into the poor creature. <laughs> uh, look, whenever the mech boy gets tinkering, <laughs> just don't even ask questions. All right, it'll be all right. Uh, Sigvald, um, who un unfortunately got an upgrade, but they they didn't have enough time for the pants. So uh... yeah, yeah, he forgot them that morning. It's okay. Oh, boy. See, this is one of the problems I have with with the the constant release schedule. You know, this guy came out, what, early in the year, right? Yeah, and I forgot he was this year, honestly. Yeah, I forgot it was this year, and as, as like, stunning... Like, I remember him being absolutely stunning when he came out. Right. Now I'm like, yeah, I've already taken you for granted. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Zygmunt. We yeah. know how beautiful you are. Again, but, this, uh... is, this, is why, this is why whenever a movie really wants an Oscar, it's <laughs> closer to Oscar time. That's. <laughs> I mean... This is true. Um, so then we got the miniatures of the year, the actual winners. Third place, yeah. we got High Marshal Halbricht. Um, Let's be honest, he got this because of the guy cleaning his sword. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, uh, it, it's interesting. I mean, again, here's the thing: is like this is a, a really cool model, and I, 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 I kind of want to check my pulse to figure out why it doesn't do more for me 
<laughs> like it checks all of the boxes. Like everything I love about right. about Space Marines is right here. Uh, at the same time, though, it at the end of the day, it is just a Space Marine with a cape and a tabard. That is true, but I mean, you're, you're come telling on. me that that Halbrecht, Halbrecht is is a people are saying that's better than the dragons. Yeah, okay. I can see your argument right now. <laughs> like I said, I get it. I get it. I see it. It's an, it's A+. plus. It's premium. It's top shelf. But you're right. also saying, I'd rather take this one little angry boy over a fucking dragon. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, and then, of course, the one that rightfully earned uh, second place. The one. Yeah. Dew and Claw. The <laughs> Which yeah. I love. I love that they acknowledge because Dune Claw himself was not an option. Right. It they was, know exactly right. exactly who it was that got voted in. It was the yeah. soul raid itself that, that won, uh, that got second, yep. but they knew what was going on and they're like, you know what, we're just going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. You know uh, what? Which again surprises me why they didn't double down on it and make an entire crab uh, unit. Oh, dude. <laughs> That is one thing that did break my heart whenever we were admitting that, yes, it will just be a single hero for Deepkin and yeah. Fire Slayers coming up. Oh, like, some sort of weird crab unit. Mm, so been awesome. So, since, to, to let some people in behind the curtain here, since you, Chuck, Dave, and Neil all have Eidneth uh, armies, yeah. everyone has been tormenting me to start one. And I have mm -hmm. no interest in doing so. Now, if there was a bunch of crabs or a crab rider unit, we might be talking a little different. Could you imagine the little, like a crab unit where the the saddle is on like sideways because crabs walk sideways? <laughs> oh boy, that could be entertaining. <laughs> okay, okay, we're um, spitballing here. We go ahead and we make you up an army. But your crab riders are eels. Because <laughs> they'll be long ways on the base and everything. It'll oh be perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, you get, if you get, if you get Alex to do all the green stuffing for that and come oh, up geez, with the, okay. pull all these crabs out of his ass, then sure. <laughs> cool. I'll get back to you in a couple of years because that's a project and a half. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, first place, Bellacore, the Dark Master. Um, yeah. Again? Okay. I mean, it's pretty, pretty badass model. I thought whenever yeah. he first came out. Yeah, when he first came out, I saw him with the Primaris Marine on the base mm -hmm. and did not read the article yet or anything. And I went, "What do I do if he's an AOS?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> it took me a second to realize they did think of that. Thankfully, um, so I'll I'll take this. I'll take this for the simple fact that he can be and that he is an AOS model. So. Uh... Mm -hmm. Say AOS finally gets the win, uh, yeah, and they just put I mean, the Primaris on there to to appease the forty k babies. Yeah, <laughs> God, God knows he sees a lot of play in AOS, so we know where he actually was meant for. Yeah, uh, does he have rules in forty k yet? Um, you know what? I would actually need to take some time and look around to see. <laughs> I feel like he does by now. God, I hope how, he does by now. How hard is that to just release the damn? Oh, Whatever boy. the space, space war scroll, war scroll. It's, it's a war scroll, <laughs> space war scroll. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, but yeah, so that's it. Everyone that voted, good job. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, let's see. Oh, yes, the um, January 3rd. Celebrate this year's store anniversaries with a brand new Inquisitor and Boss rip a boss. Like, or gut, gut rip a boss. Like, holy hell, man. Yeah. I want them to do, like, I really want them to release like these little ally books so you can have your inquisition yeah i um, agree i just want an army that's actually just this inquisitor had it round up a bunch of people yeah i mean here, here's one of the things like whenever they did inquisitor as its standalone army i thought it was too much i can um, understand that but you wouldn't mind an inquisitor and his retinue Right, being on the field. Uh, honestly, like, it, I, I kind of wish they would go back to, either just like I said, just do Inquisition as a as like a an, a force that's only meant to be an ally, mm-hmm. um, or roll it in with someone else. Like, because before it used to be part of Sisters, it used to be part of Grey Knights, um, right. and even those have kind of rolled off into their own thing at this point. I would even say maybe put these guys in with Death Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's a great possibility to be in there. Death Watch are a part of uh, one of the hands of the Inquisition, so yeah. might as well. The the Xenos branch. Yep. <laughs> I for, yeah, they've got something else, some other weird name. Well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, yeah. So they're Porto yeah. Xenos. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, because that's the thing is like where it makes sense is Death Watch is Ordo Xenos. Um, right. Sisters, that's Ordo Hereticus, right? I believe so, yeah. And then Grey Knights are part of Ordo Malice. Yeah. So, like I said, it makes sense for them to be there, um, but there's so much potential with... Uh, there's so much potential with the Inquisition. Like, put the Assassins in there. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's so much cool stuff that they could do, and, and I feel like they're just kind of leaving it on the table. Um... So with that being said, you have this model here, which might be my choice for the uh, 2022 model of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got Hagok. I mean... What are you doing? Cool. I don't know, man. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so to me... Oh, what was the video game you can call it? Uh, Shadow of Mordor? Yeah, all those orcs. This is exact for whatever reason. Yeah, my brain that. goes there. Yeah, 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 but like this. Okay, so again, the sculptors are at another level. But right. whenever you're looking at things with like, take all of the best sculpts <laughs> and all of the most talent, and then look mm-hmm. at this model directly compared next to the Inquisitor. Right. Like, why in the hell would I ever buy this model? Like, <laughs> I think if they're going to continue with just picking random models here and there, they need to make a model that's so cool that people who don't have the army are interested in buying it. No, I agree with that. And this model does not do that. Not for you, at the very least, yeah, but not for me either, I right. guess. So. Hey, here, how about this? You, right. have, you have an assignment. Okay. Find this, somebody. 
find someone who doesn't have Cruel Boys that's going to buy this model. Oh boy. I'm, I, mm. And how about this? And to make it fair, I'll try mm -hmm. and find one person that's going to buy the Inquisitor that doesn't have the Inquisitor army. <laughs> how, how's this fair? Wait a second here. <laughs> so there you go. So you agree. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I mean, could you imagine if this would have been like, let's say, um, I'm trying to think what this should have been. Personally, I would have went with, um, shit. What was that? What's the, um, what's the main city of Sigmar in, uh, Gur that everything's going around? Oh boy. If I were to actually use my brain here for a second. I can't remember which one that was, but whichever one that is, imagine if it's like the magister of that city or the um, general or something. Even if it's like, yeah, whether it's a storm cast, whether it's a human, um, even like, I don't know, even if they want to go with like the council and it's like a human, an elf and a dwarf all like in like uh, you know medieval political po politician gear all on the same base or something like right <clears throat> sure that's more than one model but you know yeah yeah cheating a little bit it's okay there in this guy and look his face his shield doesn't even look like him his his shield's all happy and smiling he's not smiling yeah <laughs> i think that's a lot of their shields are a little kind of happy and smiling i'll just tell you man I don't know why. I know the Never Chosen tries to stick on the um, stick with the, the Chaos guys, but mm -hmm. they are leaving comedic gold on the table by not having a therapist come in and try and <laughs> diagnose them based off of their shields. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that'd be great. Like, oh, do you think you really look like these? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. All right, so let's see here. Okay. Here. Okay. So we're going to do there. All right. So we're going to do some rumor engines because we got two okay. rumor engines. Right. So December 28th, Boom. which is also going to be spoiled here. Right. So we saw what this is. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute. And then the January 4th. Uh, I think we see this as well, but... I think we see parts of it, but I don't think we actually end up, even in the video, seeing enough of this model to know exactly. So we'll, we'll cover it when we get to it, because I think there's an image of these wires. Yeah. So we'll get to that as well. I think so, too. All right. So then we have, uh, I apologize, uh, for again, for being negative, the most disappointing uh, advent calendar in years. Yeah. <laughs> Um, looking through here, is there anything you see that did you think isn't Eldar or Chaos? That isn't Eldar or Chaos. Um, no, sir. And also, I... also little little sayings and poems or whatever the hell. Like, right? Come on, man. I mean, that'd be your clues to figuring out who exactly it is, but. 
No, I'm kind of with you there. I don't think I see anything that in my mind's going, yeah, that's not chaos. No, it's, it's definitely chaos, or it's definitely Eldar. No, I, I mean, will they, say... They tried to slap us with it, with the border around them. Yes. I, um... There might be a towel here or there. Like the, uh... Was it second second column, second row? Might be might be a towel. It's probably it's possible. It's, it's probably. possible, but it's probably a Yeah. Um... Now, what I think would be hilarious is if a uh, third row, third mm-hmm. column. Once again, I know this is Eldar, but how funny would that be if that's Tyrion? <laughs> oh boy, they just snuck that one right in on us. <laughs> that I would give them so many, so much credit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just be like, hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. Don't even um, think about it. <laughs> but no, I do think it's Eldar, though. I do think that. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we had a trailer for the sneak peeks. I'm just going to kind of scroll down here to look over some of the images I didn't take screenshots of. Um, yeah. A lot of fire. Yeah. Uh, I did take a screenshot of this one. We'll see that in a minute. Um, yeah. Let me get these pulled up here. Yeah. Okay. So overall, what was your, uh, while I'm getting this pulled up, what was your opinion of the, um, of these here? Oh, hold on. Of this video itself? Yeah. What do you think? Like, did you see anything that was like super exciting or? Um, yeah. So myself, I play a lot of, uh, not a lot anymore, but I do have a Harlequin army I've spent a lot of time on. And I was really interested by what appears to be an Eldar in some pretty ragged looking robes partway through there. Uh, so here, um, let me... Yeah, you go ahead and pull that up. I thought that was very interesting, personally. So, so take a tour with me here. Pull up uh, Games sure. Workshop. We're going to go over to the Eldar section. All so right. this is uh, from, I was watching um, Honest Wargamer. Okay. And I honestly thought that it was... Is that better? Uh, I honestly thought it was going to be um, something else. Okay. And I forget the name of the guy. It's this sad looking model that, that is has... it Eldrad or something like that? Uh, no, I think it starts with an M. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking for there he goes. The Phoenix Lord uh Malgan Ra. Malgan Ra he might be it. No, I know who you're talking about, the uh guy with a giant gun, right? Yes. Okay. Now I know who you're talking about. Because mm. he has, again, there's no one else that has a giant sniper rifle with a scythe at the end of it and is covered in bone. Right. So he thinks we got a couple of images. So I see that gun. Okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to figure out how to pull up the images I sent over to you. Uh, right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and just play the video. 
and then sure. you can use those images as reference. Sure. Um, okay. So this first image here, uh, classic, classic chaos, uh, chaos heavy weapon. Yeah. Yep. So no questions there. Like a Mauler fiend or something like that. Uh, let's see. Okay. So then the next one, we got a lamp with yeah. clearly a night hunt holding it. Something's holding it. I don't. Oh, it's a night hunt and a half. That looks so. I, it looks like it's painted to be far too solid to me. I mean, it's just green instead of blue. We're probably going to get a new, yeah. a new force because there, there's more night haunt coming. So, uh, I um, mean, it could be another video. hero for them. That's for certain. Uh, let's see. Then we do get a little picture of. Yeah, then we get the tag rags, which yeah. I think is is the first image of him. Right. Uh, let's see here. Then we get picture of Chaos Knights. Yeah, I think that's a Chaos Knight as well. Um, um, and then we get those cables. So the cables. So here's what I think. So the cables are either a continuation of the Chaos Knight. Okay. Okay. But this cord looks mm -hmm. Necron to me. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought Necron then. That's what's okay. weird. Is the So the cable says Necron, but that like... That brass, like, yeah, with the spikes around says it, chaos. Agreed. So, so it's very strange, especially considering Necron just had a release. Yeah. I, so I'm, some sort of tortured machine of some sort they've got going on, which of course also could mean Dark Mechanicus. Could be okay. I'm liking where your head's at. I'm liking <laughs> it. Could you imagine okay. if they decide to add, release the Dark Mechanicus and they have like tortured and like tormented Necron and integrated their crap? <laughs> oh, that could be fun. Oh, okay. Okay. You keep talking. I'm liking the words you're saying. I think this would be fun. Um, all right. So let's see here. What else we got? We got coming up next. Some bones. We got the bones. So this is probably the back of... No, because like I wanted it to be more Bone Reapers, right? But well, seeing those orbs, those are oh, uh, that's very Eldar looking. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I see it now. So that's that's part of yeah. of Raw Boy. Okay, okay. And then followed up. Whoops, there's a there's a. I took a screenshot of it, but I just missed it on the yeah. video. There's the skull, the skull helmet. Which looks exactly like his, yeah. Right, and then you have the the sniper bear rifle with the with the scythe. Yep. So that's definite. Uh, and then, of course, then there's the last More picture of the cape. Yeah. yeah. Still tattered with the Eldar symbol. And then we go to the uh, whip. The whip that was in our. Uh, yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> so <laughs> again, I, I was gonna I was gonna call this another Umberneth. I I was thinking it is too. I mean, there's nothing I know exactly what you're going to say. And I can understand why you'd say cuz I see a curved blade in the background. Yeah. So, since we think we're going down hero row with the two <laughs> new ones, is this what you might be thinking? A uh another follower of Kane perhaps. Yeah, I think 
Oh my another God. daughter. If daughters get another, another friggin' battle tome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's nothing saying it can't be our dark elf friends. Yeah, I don't know. I, I the problem is I get. I don't expect, in my mind, the mm-hmm. Umbernaf live mm-hmm. in Olgu, where there's right. no light, and this lady looks a little tan to be from Olgu. I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting flesh tones similar to soul blight vampires, to the vampires, and, and all that. And whenever we get to them, oh, you're probably right. So I think this is, for some reason, daughters. Uh, <laughs> Maybe uh, like so. If you look at her armor, it's got this like greenish, it's very hint weird. to it, which makes me think maybe realm of shadows. Honestly, that stuff. just reminds me of the default color for Ideneth. Okay, I will give you that. <clears throat> but there's no way... This is not an Ideneth model, though. Yeah, Maybe there's an exchange program. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the elves to make each other happy are just doing an exchange program amongst each other. There we go. I like it. Uh, Canon now. Um, <laughs> let's see what's next here. Okay, sliding around. Okay, Tyranid. Okay, whoop de do. Whoop wings. Yeah. Okay, so then we got. Uh, a, Tell a me what rifle. you think of Tyranids. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Stuff of Tyranid. Like Tyranids are cool, but there's no. You really can't go anywhere that other than just more Tyranids. Like, <laughs> I'll give you that. Um. So then we have a rusty barrel with a black and yellow cord with what looks to be a really cool like leather jacket and yeah so i don't know if this is a barrel if you continue on the video a little bit we're gonna oh, get think that's the part bottom of half yeah of this okay thing, dude so i'm thinking it's a staff i'm so, thinking if we're going to continue on our mechan our dark mechanicus oh, idea oh man that could be dark mechanicus just just throwing that out there because that's some pretty rough-looking stuff he's got going yeah, on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's either that or it's a Necromunda model. Yeah, that's kind of where it's, I was going at first. Because Necromunda like the yellow and black pattern and all that. of their yellow and black stripes. <laughs> yep. So that's the only other way I could go. But since we've come up with a Stark Mechanicus idea, Let's... I think if we're going to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole, that's where this guy is at, also at. Confirmed. Done. Um, all right, so then we got... Another night haunt. Uh, we got actually, th- in my opinion, we have three in a row night haunt that I th- that obviously the first and third images are together, which only leads yeah. me to believe the second one is as well. So you have the book where you can see the ghosty hand holding it. Okay. And then the next image they show is the candelabra. Yeah. And then. After that, it goes to the back side of the book where you see the ghosty hand with the rags. Uh, I didn't take a screenshot of that one, I don't think. Um, no, I'm catching it myself right now. Where it's where he's literally writing in the book. Okay. No, I see where you're at. You know, it, so... <laughs> I'm not in a bad mood. I, I don't know why I'm being so negative <laughs> today, but... This this feels to me like the the parents that have more money than they have time. 
<laughs> oh boy. So instead of fixing their problems, they just buy their kid a pony? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, Night Hunt players are like, just fix the auras. And they're like, no, here's another hero. Shut up. Dude who writes in book, be happy. <laughs> we put a lot of effort into this model. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, and then an Eldar thing. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, do you think it's a new Kane model? Well, now that we have deduced that it could be a Phoenix Lord, oh. I'm now ripping through the other Phoenix the Lords. Other Phoenix Lords. Okay. Just, you know, an idea. Let's see. An there idea. was a red guy, wasn't there? I feel like there should be one that's in red. There's the Autark, but he's not. Genius. Nah, he just. Let's see. We got Asterman, Karendras. Mm. Uh, Maybe Flagan. Like, yeah, that's who I'm looking at right now. But I don't know. I mean, I. It's got the red to oh maybe mm. I don't know I kind of want to all their I plates can't... are so clean yeah the only See, thing that's the only thing that I would give that texture to mm -hmm. is like that cane uh, the avatar of cane like no like I a statue sort of thing right I think we might be you might be right with the avatar cane I think I was wanting to to yeah, go down the rabbit hole too far there yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there I has, mean, and has that sword, and then, and then there's fire and everything right after that. Yeah, it's probably an avatar cane, which is not a bad thing. And then the bloody hand. Yeah, yeah, I think that's another, another avatar of cane thing. I think that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. I'm very glad that we have called the new Dark Mechanicus army that'll be coming out. I'm uh, I'm real excited to collect that army now. Yeah, yeah, man, all for all for it. We yeah, got... yeah. <laughs> and uh, I hope I it has actually... all sorts of keyword. You know, does X against keyword Mechanicus? You know. <laughs> oh, mm, mm -mm. be great. All right, so uh, on to the first topic. Uh, of the day, we did the Tayrathi Invitational. Um, yeah, we did. We'll go. We'll go. Long story short, and then we'll kind of break it down here. Sure. Last year, you took home a prize. I did. I took home the amazing prize known as the Brick of Shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's for the person who comes in absolute dead last, <laughs> which was me while playing my court. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I did that. And, and uh, this, uh, what'd you take this home this year? year yeah. This year, I took home the belt to be reigning champion. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, I also took home most improved, but you know, that's yeah. okay. I, I, I grant that. I beseech that I'll upon me as well. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I don't think Chuck wanted to, so I'll take it where I can get it. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, tell you, man, between, between your mastery of the army and uh, the filth that is the third turn... <laughs> well... 
see we change that to the second turn now but oh, oh that's okay yeah we started flipping tides uh because eels they got me a wonderful place during second but uh i think at the end of second for the short time i ran that army i was 22 and 2 and after our event uh my deepkin i am at 50 percent wins and losses right now in third edition so something had to change let me yeah, tell you yeah well so. i mean again is is i'm glad to see i'm glad to see it expand out a little bit um, yeah just because you know it's you hate to see an entire army of just like one unit over and over and over again no, and I can very easily see how I was giving people a negative play experience while using that army. Yeah. Like, when I was going to tournaments with it, I was regular being like, I'm going to get you a beer after this because <laughs> I am a dick for running it. I'm sorry I got to turn three, and you're going to sit over there while I take the whole turn. I said, that is such a bizarre... It's such a bizarre feature. Like, Yeah, no, it is. Your turn, your turn, absolutely. Right. I can absolutely see it. But the, right. round... but the fact that I can get charged into and I fight first still. Yes. Ugh. It, Ugh. And there's no shut off. There's no defense. Right. The only thing is if you... there was some sort of good back and forth you could do with right. it, that'd be cool. But no, nah, it's really not there. Yeah. I mean, uh, I. yeah, it's even if they just did like, I. Here's what I'd like to see for the next book. Mm -hmm. I'll even go far as to say that it's going to be my my prediction. Okay. That they are instead going to have the 40k rule that if they charge, they go first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess my question would be, would that be still on, like, turn three? That would be their rule for turn three, then, No, right? I would say you it's just an army rule. That's just... Okay. If if a, if a eel... If a unit of eels charge at the start of the combat phase, it attacks before the before the player chooses their first unit to fight. Yeah, at start of combat phase or something yeah. like that. However it has to get worded. So it's yeah. like you fight all your eels, and then you still get to pick a guy. And then it goes back and forth from there. Okay. Only because... if they charge, too. Because, yeah, I agree with that. Because that's the only way it really makes sense. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And um, then that way, you have the ability to try and countercharge. You have the redeploy is now super heavy. You right. know, it. I feel like it, it adds a lot to the game. It adds a lot to the unit or, or, or to the army. And it also kind of takes away the negative connotation of it. No, I agree. It's one of those things, especially whenever you your opponent takes the top of the turn on turn three, you have to go, okay, before you make that decision, remember, <laughs> I'm still going to fight first this whole turn, right. even though you're going first. Right. I always have to stop opponents because whenever I was first learning the army, I'd had people that run into me and I go, well, no, I still fight first. And they go, oh, I didn't want to do that at all then. Yeah. So that was definitely something while learning the army to help other people. Because yeah. it's a weird one. Um, now, even though I said it's my my prediction, I would be mm -hmm. shocked if that was what the way <laughs> the route <it> went. <laughs> I I agree. I think that it'll get updated, just like uh, the tides will get updated, just like Nurgle's uh, servo corruption got updated. How 
I don't know. Yeah. Probably a little friendlier, if you made me guess, because everything seems to be getting a little bit more simplified. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But to be about it. Um, yeah, so why about... Uh, so for me, I tied for second. Yeah. Uh, I tied with that. Tied with Brad? Uh, or no, Brad and Brad's the one that got the tie, right? Brad and Alex? No, it was uh, Alex and Dave that got Alex the tie. Alex and Dave got the tie. So yeah, it was me yes. and Brad, because Brad was the only, he yep. lost only one game. Yeah, he lost to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which means hey. that uh no no then that would that means that Dave and Alex went one one and one yeah <laughs> I was just trying to I was trying to logic my way into a solid second place but uh, if he lost to you and I lost to your uh, final opponent then <laughs> yeah it still doesn't help you does it yeah no it doesn't help me at all <laughs> no um but yeah so uh, how'd your first game go first game went great it was my rematch against uh good old neil uh who had stomped me for the first time uh <laughs> at turath invitational last year yeah uh, he was playing dwarves then this year we both changed armies uh i was playing deepkin he was playing his uh soul blight grave lords how is that list his list um i think honestly he probably after the game we sat there and talked about it he made a misplay, and I think he could have beat me otherwise. Wow. I think it's a good list. Um, has a good mobility, has a good hammer, uh, has a good screen clear in it. So I think it has all the tools you need, personally. Yeah. Uh, just more reps with it. I think he'll start taking a lot more tables, honestly, because I think afterwards we sat there, talked about it, talked about what his abilities are, and yeah, no, he had the chess pieces there to do it if he wanted good. to. Good, good, good. Yeah, I know he, um, I, I'm shocked to see, like, I guess he had a big, he had the force, like, just from, from fantasy. And, like, yeah. I've known him for years now, and he's just never talked about mm -hmm. death. He's never brought it up or anything. Yeah, I didn't really know that he was all that into it. But since that book's come out, I think that's all he's really yeah, talked that's about. I've really played. enjoyed it. Even when yeah. the book was like, hey, we're going to release it, he was still like, hmm. Yeah, like it, even it came out when it. we're like, "Oh, it's because it was already set and painted, isn't it?" Yeah. And then, exactly and then all of a sudden, he brings it out, and, it, and he's like, "I really like Death. Death is the best army ever." I'm like, mm -hmm. "We didn't even say anything. You didn't even say anything." Hey, it's all good. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you found something else that he likes. It's um, awesome. Well, it was uh, a scary game. I thought that <laughs> it's now looking back, boy, I misstepped, and he could have easily taken my butt out. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see. I'm I'm interested to clash with him because uh, I did pick up two of the Soul Blight uh, Battle Force boxes. Oh, uh, that's I, right. I yeah. took my own advice. Uh, <laughs> good, good. So we'll see. I picked up, so uh, literally in one order, I picked up two of those boxes. I picked up the Mortark box set, which I'll probably build uh, Manfred with. Um, I got the Vampire Prince, Necromancer, and a Corpse Card. So I now have a well over two thousand points. Yeah, um, there we go. I, I, my, my main plan is to show him the glory of uh, Blood Knights. There we go. Yeah, because I don't think I've never played someone that uses Blood Knights properly. 
we'll have to give it a shot here and see how um, she goes. Because again, I think the problem is, is I think like the kind of the caliber. I, I feel like the like where I am in the table rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't know how to use in, uh, cavalry in AOS. Okay. I feel like they, a lot of people, because again, I would say I'm under the 50-50 mark. Well, obviously I haven't been 50-50 in a tournament yet, so um, right. I haven't been above water yet. So at those tables there, I feel like people just see cavalry, they see the speed, and they see like one thing that kind of shows that they're is a little higher damage and they think it's just this like mobile hammer it's an attack unit yeah and it's like no it's a pinning unit and if you get a little bit more out of it than just a pin then you're good and i really think those blood knights are if you pin the right thing in the right way they're not going anywhere yeah because they are sitting on a pretty good save three up to base right yeah and then of course they have regeneration or not, right, which healing, right, but keeps them in there pretty good. Yeah, uh, like I said, they're not gonna take like a block of vindicators off the table. Like <laughs> no, not any, not in any sort of hurry. Right, might get lucky, peel two, and then say, okay, I hold it, we're good. Right, right, but if you can get them in to get them into that uh, Lord Castellan, get them into those uh, Hag Queens, you know, um, right. Get him into that cast. Pin the ugly stuff that you just don't want to have to fight. Yeah. Get him into that mega. Like, yeah. uh, I can't, you know, you have, they're, they're going to roll that six every once in a while and pick up a, pick up a blood knight, but. Right. It's, they're still it, going to have to put a lot of effort into it. No, you're right. Got to try. Um, so for my first, uh, my first game was my mm-hmm. only loss. Uh, I went against John. Uh, from Ren 4 with his uh, filth list. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? How about this? Let's go over your second game so we can both talk about John poorly uh, together. Well, my my third game was with John, so you want right. me to go the whole way? So, yeah, okay. go second, and then we'll talk. Second game, second game was with uh, good buddy Brad, who showed up with an all-giants Your army. mentor. Yeah, once upon a time, yeah. Yeah, that's for certain. Uh but he showed up with an all giants army. Just uh, troll. showing up to have fun. Troll. troll, thank you, thank you. All troll army, just showing up to have fun. Uh, we both looked across the table. Went, this gonna go how we think it's gonna go? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, okay. Right, he can go first turn. So he moved up, got into my lines a little bit, and then I just peeled him right off of me. Um. We then played as though that didn't happen because uh, I won the double going from one in the two so he basically <laughs> got tabled from that position so we pretended that didn't happen and it's still one and then we kept going like something else didn't happen and it still it just wasn't a good matchup for him because I brought I wanted to not have the brick of shame this year yeah. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not I didn't show up to be fun <laughs> now I do think it's funny how uh, you know Brad was running Mm-hmm. Um, bone splitters, right? And then he stopped running them because they got a little nerfed. Yep. So he decided. <laughs> so his his solution to the issue 
was to go trolls. Yeah, to go with literally the worst <laughs> performing army in the game. Yeah, under yeah. Beasts of Chaos, which he also has enough to run Beasts of Chaos. Like, <laughs> right, and I think he's very excited, especially after uh, the War Scroll, uh, to run a dragon ogre army the way he was talking the one day. <laughs> so, for all I know, he's going to just show up with a pile of dragon ogres. Next. Um, well, I know that uh, he was he was texting the group, which you left me hanging out to dry. Oh yeah, where he was Definitely. talking about Lumineth. Oh yes, I you were the Lumineth guy, you know. I'll just I'll let that go. That's all. <laughs> you could have you could have could have thrown a bone in there and helped out ah, a little bit. Because <laughs> the problem is, like, I honestly like, and um, I honestly don't think Lumineth is his play style. I agree with that. I think um, he there's would too much yeah. two turns ahead going on with Lumineth. Well, and just so that. much bookkeeping right. going on. That's why yeah. it's so much bookkeeping. There's no like... There's... I don't think about that unit. It just does what I want it to. Right. No, there's... I gotta turn it on. You know, There's no, there's no big explosion. That's true. That's it's true. just it's just whittle whittle whittle. Uh, right. There's no like moment in the game. Like even if you win, like open handedly, right. there's yeah. no like oh man, did you see that on turn three? It's no. Did you see what I kept doing by turn three? <laughs> right. Did you see how I killed fifteen models and then I killed fifteen more and then I killed fifteen more? Right. And you died. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I, the problem is, is I always, I always have a hard time like kind of dissuading people mm -hmm. because if you have your heart set on something, I want you to play it. I want you to have a right. good time. Who am I to tell you no? Yeah. But at the same time, if I don't think you're going to have fun, the last thing I want to see you do is put any time or money into an army that I think you're going to, right. You know, kind of throw your hands up about, and and I am a little, I do a little bit of a chip my, on my shoulder when it comes to the Lumineth. So, no, like, fair enough, yeah. Um, so sometimes I feel like I'm a little overly harsh, um, right? But at the same time, I also think this is only for the Tom Lyons's of the community, and this is fair. You know, the the people who who look at an abacus and think of the possibilities, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that completely. That's part of what used to draw me to corn was how it seemed like, okay, if I go and I add a little of this and a little of this, and a little of this, a little, okay, I've built something. Yeah. And that's kind of how Lubeth feel like you got to play. Yeah. You've yeah. got to build something. Um, right. And it's not even like, it's like you have to plan out your turn five. <laughs> right yeah and you have to start on turn one like um yeah. yeah yeah if you didn't start moving for that objective on turn two sucks to be you you're yeah. not gonna make it there yeah uh well again for me all of my losses or not all i would say a lot of my losses stem from deployment yeah yeah you could box yourself in with that army because in the wrong way well considering that the uh, units can't run or charge. Right. While they're connecting shields and all that, yeah. And so they can't... Um, so if there's any terrain in the way, you literally have to skirt around it. So... Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. 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 <laughs> Which has caused me... Like I said, it caused me all the, all the games. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then, 
so we'll go into my first game and we can talk about your third game as, sure, as sure. well here. John, um, we're not bad mouthing y'all, buddy. It's no, okay. we're too, <laughs> just So John is uh, I actually played him at Ren Four when I brought my orcs. Okay. Uh, he had his Seraphon, I believe, at the at the time, mm-hmm. and um, that went all five rounds, and I barely squeaked out a victory. And the, and this is prior to uh, Seraphon being uh, big boys in the yard. Uh, this is back yeah. in like middle of second edition. So oh, so they were nothing yet. Yeah. Right. Right. So the amount the amount he was able to produce with them, I was very worried. Um, right. But with that being said, I was looking forward to fighting them again with my Stormcast because I was like, okay, so even if he does all those mortal wounds, I have enough wounds and enough, um, I have that six up that I can rely on somewhat that I should still be on the table. And then he puts his list into uh, BCP and I'm like, the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah, it uh, it was quite the fun list what we had. Bellacor, Scarbrand, uh, Lord of Change, I believe. I it was Kairos. Kairos. Was it? Was it Kairos? It was okay. Kairos. Kairos. Uh, 20 pinks, 10... Uh, Plague Bears. What are they? Plague Bears, thank you. Yeah. I think that... Oh, and then a Demon it. Prince of Corn. Oh, yes, Demon Prince of Corn. Yes, how did I forget him? <laughs> that lovely, lovely gentleman. Uh, yeah, that was... It was quite the list. Yeah, yeah. I. Um... It was great. It was a fun game for me. I mean, I it was so a... John is a John is, uh, he is the the Wagyu beef of opponents. Ah, uh... <laughs> oh, he's fun, dude. I liked it. Uh, yeah, it like was a, great game. he's an opponent and a half. He's a top shelf human being, top yeah. shelf player. Yeah. Um, if if you if you go to an event and uh, there's a sports score, he's gonna he's gonna be in the running for taking best sports. Yeah, uh, no, that's great. And but I, I did make fun of him whenever we saw it. That I'm like, where's the great unclean one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, where's Rodicus? Show up to the party. He <laughs> only brought just some plague bearers. Okay, yeah, yeah. they were um, all represented. So uh, I would I would love to play him again mm-hmm. because my my dice were absolutely wretched for the first three rounds to the oh, point that's where right. you couldn't teleport to the point where John was asking me if I wanted a, like a couple re-rolls like oh boy he was oh like boy you can re-roll that I'm like no <laughs> we are here and we're staying damn damn um so I was uh, worried about the Lord of Change or Kairos's ability or spell to change a model into a Lord of Change. I was like, if he put that into my into a spawn, spawn, yeah, spawn, spawn, spawn. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too uh, much Lord of Change going on. Yes, too much changing. Um, yes, because if he would have done that to my long strikes, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, in order to prevent that, I put them in like the absolute back corner, and then made sure that they were just within the Lord Relictor and just within line of sight. So he went first, got exactly where he wanted to be, and got everything in the exact placement that he wanted it to be. And I'm like, sweet, this is yeah. <laughs> just what we wanted. 
so then I was like, okay, that's fine. What I'll do is I'll still get um, my long shots within range. I'll take out uh, Kairos, or we'll get Bellacor to use his ability turn one, and I'll be able to move on from there. Right. Well, so sitting there looking for twos to teleport them, no. I rolled a one. Uh, and then I continued to roll ones for the remainder of the round, both sides, <laughs> for mm. both attacks and saves. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Uh, oh. Round two came around. Rolled another one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, but thankfully, at least I'm moving my long strikes. Uh, mm. They're still outside of range, even though they're 30 inches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then finally, round three. Uh, I still roll a one to translocate, mm. but they're now at least moved within range manually. <laughs> <laughs> the ballistas are here. We finally have uh, made it. Well, I also rolled one uh, to run both rounds as well. Oh, lovely. Yeah, um, I'm, like I said, I'm not complaining about my dice. I'm just stating a fact. Right. <laughs> a statistical right. fact. This is what happened, yes. Yeah. Um, so, like, I rolled ones for everything. I think my chariot got a two to run. Oh, boy. Um, and then I got uh, two two on the charge uh, whenever I finally got it into range next round. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, as soon as I got them within line of sight and got everything ready, he used his Bellicor ability and shut them down um, for not only that round, but then he put me in such a precarious position that I finally was able to beat his uh, the initiative roll. Right. So I double turned him and they were still affected by Bellicor. So we're going on to round four, and they haven't been able to do anything all game. Right. And at this point, my chariot's gone. Uh, I have one unit of indicators down to, like, five models. Another one is doing well against Bellacor himself. Mm -hmm. um, it was a long haul. It was a very steep hill to climb, but, but we did eventually yeah. get that. And it was like, once I started picking things off... It pretty pretty much crumbled. And right. It was just too little too late. If I, I I vehemently believe that if I was able to get average rolls, mm -hmm. that would have been a different game. It's very possible. It's very uh, possible. Because I said once everything started going, everything started melting. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, we're talking about... I, I did get to have a lot of fun with... Um, uh, Lord Commander. Oh, yeah. He, uh, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where, like, how much is too much. Okay. And I think with the way his rules work, I think it's basically, like, it's always going to be that way. Like, I don't think... Right. You're just going to put... Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I put him into a hero, he does, you know, he has potential of doing a lot of damage... But it is mm -hmm. only four attacks at the end of the day. Right, right. Um, now, again, each one of those attacks does do four damage, which is insane. Yes, yeah, it's okay. It's um, okay damage. But, man, I... 
I wish there was any compromise and I could have like six attacks at three damage. Like, I know right. that's a higher percentage, but like, it would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, so then the, um, but like, if you put them after a hero, there's always a chance you're going to whiff or not do just enough damage. Or there's a chance if you put them into a unit that the unit's going to have too many things and overwhelm him. Right, yeah. Because That's the he... big fear is you throw him into something and you go, oh no, right. I didn't kill enough. I'm going to die in a now, turn. He's a three up, four up. Right. But his big worry is a bunch of inconsequential things that can get past that armor safe because you got to throw enough dice. Right, right. And so it's like, as long as he can kill one model, he erases all wounds. Right. So as long as you can get him into... Basically, all you're looking for is a unit that's not going to do eight damage to him in one round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's... Oh, he's so much fun. He's so Good. much fun. I'm glad to hear it. I really am. <laughs> I, like, I think his points are right. Uh, I think they're right on the okay. button. Um, yeah, I think he's great. I, I don't think he's too strong. I don't think... I, if I were to see him on the other side of the table, I'm not going to be sweating bullets, but I'm going to go, Ugh, okay, it's going to be a little bit of a hurdle here, but right, he's not going to be, he's going to be a game changer, not a game ender. Okay. Uh, okay. I think is a good way to put it. And um, what would you recommend somebody do if they see him across the table? Gen generally, not on an army specific thing. How only go after him if you know you can kill him. Yeah. That's okay. really. It, it, if you know that you can, if you don't know if you can do eight damage or not, just leave him alone because it doesn't matter because he's going to heal it up. Uh, right. And his abilities are not impacted by being in combat. Okay. Um, you know, you still get to pick uh, a unit to do, you know, whatever mortal wounds to him, regardless of whether he's in combat. He doesn't have to pick the unit he's in. Uh, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Gotcha. If you can't kill him, stay away from him. Yeah. Uh, good, good but not to know. you. You should always try. You should always try. Uh, <laughs> may, no, I still wasn't planning on it. So. <laughs> so anyways, so that was John's one loss of the day, or uh, no? One, sorry, his one of his, his two wins. His of one of his day. two wins. So my only yeah. loss of the day. Yeah. Uh, how how did your game play out? Uh, our game went pretty good. Uh, was Savage Gains, good old Chuck Moore special. Uh, set it up so that I was heavily leaning on the left side of the table so I could try and wrap around mm. and get his objective. Uh, he decided that was the side of the table he would like to do the same thing on as well, <laughs> which was a thing that occurred. Uh, I finished pulling first, gave him turn one. First thing he did was pop Bellicor's ability and say Myrtle Turtle is gonna kind of sit this one out for a turn or two. <laughs> On turn one. Yep, turn one. Okay. Uh, I think it may have been a little early, in my yep. opinion, and I don't know if I'd have gone Turtle. I'd have probably done my 30 man unit of Reavers, but yeah. uh, that's what John decided, and we went with it. He moved up, summoned a unit of five pink horrors to add to his other 20. <laughs> Oh so yeah. that was like the one thing that drove me up a wall. He's oh, pink horse. Oh, pink horse. <laughs> yep. And hey, it's good. Uh, basically fought over that left hand objective for 
two turns, John actually made it into my home objective. Wow. On the bottom side of turn two, doubled it into three. So he got a good 10 to 12 point lead on me going into the bottom of three, from which the turtle was sitting in my backfield still, thanks to Bellacore having not allowed him to do anything so he kicked john out of my backfield very quickly all on his own having been pissed off from sitting around for what felt like forever yeah uh from there i was actually able to make it into john's own territory and hold his objective and prevent him from scoring at all as i had taken the right hand side objective and picked it up off the table whenever i went bottom of turn three so i ended up killing i want to say 150 wounds worth of pink horrors and i think the entire list except for the demon prince and uh oh geez i'm gonna hate myself for not remembering scarbrand's name there we go <laughs> scarbrand i think actually got to leave that game untouched yeah <laughs> so yeah that was that was a time but it was uh, quite the thing. I think I ended up coming up ahead by a decent amount by the end of that game. I just flipped the switch after turn three and went and got him. Here, one second here. I uh, I'd actually flipped. I'd actually had, uh, flipped the tide so that my go first turn was on turn two. So turn three was not just the normal flip the switch. We were we were running and shooting that turn. <laughs> See, man, I was really, I was so hoping that we were going to be in the finals because, like, I was too. I wanted the, I wanted the Big M's Power Hour final. And oh man, I'm telling you, anyone else, anyone else, any other time, like even if we have redone the game, I, I feel like I would have got it. But uh, it's all good. So my round two was against Chuck. Okay. And um, uh, I don't know if you're a wrestling fan, but um, if uh, if if Jim Ross was around, he would have reminded me several times that Chuck Moore is a human being. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. So I completely tabled him by round four. Seems all right. Uh, it was just, I got the roles I needed. I got everything, mm -hmm. you know. If the dice didn't like you in game one, they decided, here's... Here's your averages on game two, huh? Right, right. I mean, well, that's the thing is like, um, so he only had one of his bow snakes, uh, which oh, I appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, so he didn't go full, that's right, he didn't go full on Marathi and yeah. the bow snakes. Yeah, he didn't have Marathi, so we weren't getting the mm -hmm. double shooting every round. Um, but I was able to use, again... Thanks to Lord Commander, where I had basically baited him into putting his bow snakes to snipe my long striders or long strikes. Okay. Then I used um, the Lord Commander's ability to redeploy, pick them up, and put them outside of 30 <laughs> and behind cover. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Um, and then also put the Lord Relictor behind terrain as well to the point where he forgot about him, even though I reminded Chuck several times that he was still there. Uh <laughs> That's good. Um, so then basically what happened was, is I just, uh, turn one, he went first, got himself into position, tried to shoot a little bit, but I had moved everything out of his way. 
uh, and with we had like a big centerpiece terrain, so mm -hmm. like it was hard to kind of get line of sight around it. Mm -hmm. uh, so on my turn, I was able to basically counter move everything. I was able to get the somehow by the miracle of God, I was able to find a two or higher on my teleport dial, <laughs> and yeah. I basically put put them on the other side uh, mm -hmm. of the terrain, put them within thirty, pecked the, the the majority of the unit off, and then. Brought my chariot in to finish them off. There we go. Um, I'm telling you, man, outside of game one, mm -hmm. every other game, the chariot has been so good. Yeah? Good. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it, honestly. Uh, I, I can't, I just, I can't. Uh, you look at the rules and you're like, so it's okay. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm mainly taking it because it's cheap. You know, right? And then, yeah. like, then it ends up being the MVP. Like, awesome. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Honestly, one of the best things is, is like, if it survives, mm -hmm. great. I get to charge again later. If it right. doesn't, I'm rolling twelve dice on a five up to do mortal wounds back to you. Right. So, yeah. that's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's and okay. on top of that, you also spent a turn attacking the dumb chariot instead of something else. Right, really the thing that you didn't want to fight. Yeah, right. Because I'm not holding objectives with the damn thing. Like, <laughs> no, it's one model. Right. It counts as two. Who cares? Uh, well, for me, it counts as three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're forgiven. Um, okay. <clears throat> and then my round three was against uh, Alex. Um, okay. Who's who's. I'm gonna have to say almost as my my previous rival, <laughs> where we were always like every single time was like he was always. Hey, did you go to a tournament? You're there, right? We fight each other. We always fight each other, and he's always my toughest match. And like uh. this time, it was, um, well, if if you can make a smoothie out of halflings, we would have we would have mm. figured that out with that game. That's... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> um, is is I think I think Alex played that game as good as he could have. Okay. I think cities are just starting to show their age. No, that book is getting older. Um, it definitely was one of the top tier books for a while there whenever it came out. Yeah. But I have to agree, it's starting to show. Yeah, and, it doesn't and, quite have all the tools for third ed at this right. point. And I feel bad about that, but like, um, go to you go to go to war with the army you got, right? Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I was able to blow his uh, her economy off uh, turn one. Awesome. And because uh, I went first, he, 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 he gave me or no, I took round. I took first turn because he had so many drops. Right, yeah, I remember that list was just yes, you will get to choose. And on the on the stage we were on, there was like, if this was the side of the table, we had like a big castle wall, like this whole oh, yes, way. that table you guys were playing on. So oh. I put my my long strikes up there that had a perfect line of sight of the uh, hurricanum, and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, hero shooting, boom! I did like seventy five percent of the wounds, and then. I shot my shooting phase. I was like, I'm not even going to split the tax. Everything into it. Took it off the right. table. And he was like, hmm. Well, that's only that's a... not a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's... Hmm. 
<laughs> and then like it was so funny because yeah. like he was so uh like trying to figure out like okay how big of a deal is that and then like at the same time he was like it's not good i don't like it and then right and then his turn came up and he was like boy i really don't like it <laughs> yeah um yeah other than that the rest of the match was basically um him bouncing off of me and then me pushing back and just grinding right um i almost tabled him as well okay and so he, just the slow grind of that golden armor going through people yeah or and, or and yeah. um for anyone that is still listening yeah he um it is a horde army of horde armies. I mean, it is nothing but like 20 and 30 man blocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, my, <clears throat> my one was just this eked out loss. And then the other two were just runaway victories. Awesome. So like I said, I very and, confident that had you gotten that not start off. I am morbidly curious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, understood. Understood. When it was when, more of a, how close could I have gotten the tabling all of my opponents? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, again, whenever we get to LVO, we have to uh, we have to get a game in the day before. So agreed. Agreed. We haven't gotten one in. Well, we did have the one the night before. What was that? Nashcon. Yeah, that was it. Uh, well, we got that, yeah. and then um, well, we've actually played oh, a beforehand. We got yeah, four. actually we have because. Yeah, Ren 4, and then we also had before that, uh, down at Ligonier when I was trying to yep. figure out Stormcast, long before this book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. So you okay. got you got spanked by Giants, and you got your revenge on Giants. <laughs> yep, that I did. That I did. <laughs> um, Alright, well, let's see here. Even though the episode is running a little long, uh, I do need to talk about Nurgle. That's okay. It's a need. So, Let's kind of start. Necessary. Let's start off on the the high overview. What do you think of the Nurgle book? Now that you should have had enough time to kind of read it a little bit. Right, having taken some time to look at it. Um, as far as competitiveness goes, I'm not entirely certain that it's going to be a top tier army. I think it will have odd matchups where it will sit there and go, "Oh, I actually." kind of get around this okay but i don't think it'll be the biggest thing it'll be a three two four one army at best if someone knows what they're doing um some of the ability changes are pretty interesting to me uh the fact that our mortals well our the nurgle mortals are just chilling on a five up all the time now no more need to babysit them or anything yeah um the only other thing, the one thing I'm not entirely certain I like is the disease mechanic itself. It, I'm, I'm very not tall. a fan of that much. Right. It seems like a lot of bookkeeping. And the idea that you go back down to one disease point at the end of the turn. Yeah. It's just, ugh, I man. I feel like... I worked so hard to get all... Okay, it's gone. See, here's the problem <laughs> with that. It's like, and I agree. I agree completely. Because, like... Mm -hmm considering that well we'll get into disease here in a minute let's, let's yeah, get you your, your overview so yeah. so any other kind of overview thoughts outside of that no nothing too big i mean the movement loss is going to make everyone who was playing that army 
have to take a step back, rethink how you play it, and then go back into it. Yeah. Because it is nowhere near the zoom across the table army is what it was. Which I also think it shouldn't have been in the first place. I, no, I'm not arguing that it yeah. should have been. I. It, but it's, it's, a, seems, it's a hard loss. It is a hard right, loss. Right. It is going to be missed by those players a lot, the people that stick with that army. It is going to be felt Yeah. that you will not be in your opponent's deployment zone, turn one. <laughs> so what kind of, um, what letter grade would you give the Battle Tome overall? Um, if we're just looking at it in a competitive way, I think a solid B. Uh, I don't think that it's going to ever rise above that. Yeah. And honestly, just some of the bookkeeping things, I think, are what are also keeping it down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of your sentiments there. Um, I, yeah, I mean, you touched on basically everything that, that I, I was thinking as well. I, for me personally, I think it is the most, no other battle tome has struck the feel of their army as well as Nurgle. I agree with that. This did Uh, great for that. So for me, I would give it, like if I'm going purely competitive, I'm going to give it a C. But I'm going to give the narrative aspect an A+. So I'm going to give it an overall B. Okay. I can't argue with the A plus on the narrative end of this book. It yeah. definitely um, feels like I'm playing Nurgle now. This feels like an amazing Bars army. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Good old narrative event. We're going to have this named dude work his way up into Grandpa Nurgle's favor. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, to go a little bit more into specifics, uh, Again, this speed thing that we're mm-hmm. GW needs to realize if you are going to give the normal or the the, the uh, median average movement speed of four up to an arm or four inches to an army, you have to give it something else. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot just go. Here's a four up. Good luck. Right. Even with I mean, the smaller board size, it's better now that the board right. is smaller. But right. it, I need something. The army does at least have the flies. If yes. you really need some movement, it does have something it can throw out there. Um, and also, it is at least tough enough of an army yes. that can take some shooting on its way over to you. Yes. Uh, I definitely think the drones, which I feel the drones are pretty underwhelming. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. They are the epitome of I'm here to pin I'm not going to kill you right uh, I feel the drones are very underwhelming uh, I really like the uh, the Blight Kings I think I've always been a fan of them um, getting a 5 up out of nowhere oh yeah happy days like, so, I mean, yeah. here's the thing is like what's funny is it's like I've uh, Ren 4 was simply riddled with Nurgle players when that whenever they're First edition, second edition battle yes, tone. Their first book came out. Yeah. Um, all everyone that was like competitive and all sort of stuff, like they just straight up overlooked the Blight Kings every time. Yeah. No, I won't disagree with that. Every player I've ever known that brought Blight Kings have absolutely loved Blight Kings. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, even whenever I had my Nurgle army for a little bit, I had Blight Kings in them, and they were by far the highlight joy. Because it was right. just like, people would just put so much into them, and they're like, what do you mean there's only two? How did Woozy that one got left? I'm like, uh, five. Five! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to attack you with foul mouth parts now, if you don't mind. I right, do yeah. <laughs> I, I actually would like to not have that happen. Uh, <laughs> not even gonna, they're not even going to attack you with them. They're just going to kind of, like, suckle on you with them. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, the problem is, is like, it, it's so weird. I, I don't understand their development process. It, and the reason I say that is because it is high peaks and low valleys of competency through this battle tome. Um, you have some concepts that are very smart, and then like they'll they'll take things out because they think they're too strong. And, and kind of what I'm talking about, the main thing I'm talking about there, is the absolute loss of plus one attack buff, buffs across the army. Yeah, no, I have to agree. They did lose a lot of that, which was a sad thing to see for, right. especially if you want to play some plague bearers. Right, and, and so like, so that's something that's vital to the army. Like, the army is balanced off of how smart are you to know to pull these guys in and buff, and buff and buff. Right. But then after they take those toys away, they completely miss the boat about giving you some toys back. Right. Like, they take away all your toys, they give you no tools. Yeah, they just gave you being tougher to kill, that right. two wounds on plague bearers and all that, that's it. And, thank you, like, right. I appreciate that, but at the same time, you know, we do need the rest of it. Like, you right. cannot have, you cannot play this game without killing things. Right. No, you do need to push an objective a little bit. Even right. if it's only once or twice a game, you need to be able to push an objective. Right. And on top of that, if you are going to be like this, then you need to be counting as more on an objective. Right. Yeah, I agree. If you want to be the army that just holds something, right. you've got to count. Yeah, right. I agree. Absolutely. And and I feel like these are, these are kind of the shortcomings of the army where they didn't do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, like, diseased is... It's a cool idea. It's a very cool idea. I absolutely right. love the idea of it, and it's awesome. The problem what? is, I think to do it right, you have to become, and I say this with great hesitancy, you have to make it more complex. Okay. Here is what I would do with it. Mm-hmm. And then I would let... I, I know I don't like it how it sits now, but my problem is I hard to critique it because I couldn't come up with a better way. Here's... Now again... Basically, what I would do is if I was in the GW team, I would have mm-hmm. thrown this out. I said, let someone else file off the edges. Like, let someone else sand mm-hmm. it down for me. Right. Have the have the generation work the same way. So, okay. start of the movement phase, start of the combat phase, and then anytime you roll six to hit. All that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, here's what else I would do. Um, I don't remember if the trees... The trees have to give out disease, right? 
I don't know what all the trees do anymore. I think the trees only give you plus one to your summoning points well, each see. turn. Let's see if the trees have the maggotkin keyword. Because if they do, awesome. If they mm -hmm. don't, how dare you? <laughs> Feculent Normal. It doesn't have command abilities. Let's see. Spreading disease. No, uproot. No, impact. I think, no. I think you make a contingent point or whatever it is, the summoning points, and okay. that's it. So, absolute travesty. So, first off, my trees, right. yeah. my trees are going to be giving out disease. Um, I would say either D3 disease at the start of the round mm -hmm. or uh, the way it normally is, except for I would also go at six inches instead of three. Give one at six inches. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <clears throat> now, in the battle battle shock phase, mm -hmm. the unit you no matter what remove one disease token, mm -hmm. and then you also remove uh, a number of tokens equal to the number of mortal wounds you did to the unit. Okay. So okay. if I'm if I'm capped out at seven, and I get two fives, um. Remove the two, and then the one just for natural. So then it's down to right. four tokens. Okay. I'm going to add a stipulation onto um, the spreading, though, to okay. not not just Maggotkin of Nurgle. I want to say, uh, if you are within three inches of a Maggotkin of Nurgle unit or a unit with a disease token... Yeah, okay. So now you're spreading. Right. I see what you're saying. Um, again, I know that's a lot. Right. I, and that is, I think, going to be a lot of people's problem is, boy, are you showing up with a bag of tokens whenever you're playing this right. army. And again, like I said, everyone's been talking about D8s. Absolutely go and get D8s. <laughs> yeah, no, if you're playing this army, go and invest in some. Um, now the alternative. There's another alternative that is less... Um, less fun, but is yeah. easier. And it also requires a lot more changes. Yeah. If you are within three inches of a Magikana Neural unit, or if you are within three inches of a unit within three inches, mm -hmm. you are diseased. Okay, currently, yep. And then you add all of this shit through all the different spells, different abilities, and everything that does something extra against diseased opponents. Okay. No, I can see what you're saying there. So that, that way, it's, it's no bookkeeping. Right. It's just, okay, you're diseased, boom, boom, boom. And even if at that point, if you wanted to roll, if you just wanted to roll one die for every model. I was say, one die for each unit on a three-up D3 mortal, something like that. Yeah. If, if you want to do either that, or if you wanted to roll a die and on a six-up per, per model. Uh, okay, sure. But then again, then against giants, it doesn't do anything. Right. Um, so, like I said, I, overall, I like where they were started with disease. Mm -hmm. And no, I like the idea. I think yes. it just could have 
been done better. Uh, yes. uh, and um, like I said, it, it's just like, it's one of those things. It's like you came up with this amazing idea and then mm -hmm. you just stopped. Mm -hmm. And because again, like trying to deal with disease points and con uh, contagion points, and then you also have to worry about the wheel. Like, yeah, that is a lot. lot. I forgot about the wheel for a second. Yeah. And again, I have a feeling most Nurgle players are going to forget about the wheel at the beginning whenever they first start this army. Um, right. It's, um, I, I, I do partially want to thank them <laughs> for making the army this way because it has made it possible for me to uh, stave off not starting it. There you uh, go. <laughs> uh, so I still don't really have a chaos army, so we'll just have to hold out for them. Chaos we'll get wars. there. You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> Um, which I, I kind of want to do Chaos Dwarves in an upcoming episode as well. Okay, we'll have to go over the army that got taken off yeah. Forge World. Yeah, we're all. I we're still all have. Still looking yeah, I, I have the War Scrolls. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you don't have War Scrolls. I'm just saying we're all still looking around, wondering where they went. <laughs> yeah. What's gonna happen? I'm telling you, I already told you what happens. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I know. Told you, man. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> It'll be a good time. I, I I hope to see the army come back. Yeah, I, I'm again. I'm I'm so over like everyone taking everything and then just doing the corrupted version of it. No, I hear you. Like, I hear you. And and so like whatever they did with with dwarves, I was like, uh, like even whenever they I first learned of chaos dwarves, I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. come on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, about? like, oh, we did that with the Marines, and now we're doing it with dwarves, yeah. Right, right. Um, you know, and then, um, you know, even then, even whenever the rumors came out that the Oathbreakers are going to come back, I was like, right. oh, come yeah. on. But, like, the more it's stewed, the more I, I'm interested in it. Good, good. Especially if they keep, especially if they keep the, uh, the Russian fuzzy hats. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting to see how they, I mean... Being GW as of late, looking back, I think they'll pay homage to those hats if they redo those models. We'll they definitely. My biggest concern is, um, mm -hmm. like Gene Steeler called of old was known for for one model. Right. The limo. <laughs> mm. I don't know if you remember the limo. Maybe it was before your time. I'd have to look that up. Well, let's see. Hold on. You know, let's see. Yeah. Gene Steeler limo. Okay, let's see. Well, I'm going to go ahead and switch us over here because the camera keeps switching out whenever I don't have us here. All right, so let's see. We'll go to Google here. So I apologize for any... Oh, the Google knew that I wanted the limo. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> Hell yeah. There it is. All right. Hmm. I mean... Pretty freaking cool, actually. I'm a fan, <laughs> right? right? Um, so that's what they were known for, and then that was that was taken away. Hmm. Sad times. Yeah. So we'll see. Like I said, because the because the chaos doors are known for their the big train. Right. Yeah, I know that train caused me some grief the one time I ever got in the play <laughs> chaos doors. So again, but that's a different episode. That's a different yeah, episode. yeah, for um, another day. So, what do you think about the the Blight Lord changes? 
Um, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten into the Blight Lord changes enough. Um, give me one second here. Let well, me see. So I think the way I'll just present <laughs> yeah. them to you, and I think you'll Go actually it. appreciate it better. Um, so their saves stay the same, their wounds stay the same. I kind of would have liked to see them get an extra wound, but I understand. Um, they're getting the five up save, so we're we always have to do the overcorrect, you know, uh, right? Unless they're elves, <laughs> unless they're elves, then give it them all, yeah, give it all. Uh, so they, due to the six up disease thing that's going on now. All six up abilities have been removed from the army, including right? Because you got to do one or the other, right. right? So that includes their six up to do additional attacks. Oh, okay. Now instead, what they do is each individual blight king or blight lord now does five attacks. Oh, uh, the blight lords themselves. Yes, they went up in attacks, and then they have uh, you roll a dice. If you roll higher than the opponent's wounds characteristic, you do yeah. another mortal wound, right? Yeah. yeah. So, what's funny is like, if this was if this war scroll was on the old army, I would say there's a lot of gas in the tank, and I'm not right. going to say they're broken, um, right? Because their points are so astronomically high. Right, they're high. <laughs> that you're not. <laughs> uh, they pick up a point of rend as well in the new book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what and, I like. As they need. So there are three yeah. threes, one rend, one damage. Um, right. Throwing then... 25 attacks out of a unit. Yeah. Seems okay. Yeah. Uh, although, I do say it's one of the interesting... It, still, I always thought this was interesting how the leader has uh, an extra wound. Just give an extra attack. Make everyone's life easier. Right. Ugh. Well, so what's funny is, is like, so before, that just meant that you just killed the leader first to keep right. it at a higher strength for longer. Exactly. Now, in the world of uh, all out defense and all out attack, mm -hmm. you don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> right. So now it's kind of like, oh, the last guy in the party is going to have one more wound. <laughs> yeah so that's kind of kind of for waste um so overall i'm very pleased with the changes the problem is is they got rid of all of the synergies to take them from a good unit to make them a great unit right no i agree you can't buff them up into this monster unit anymore right right they they're kind of just flying solo yeah that's all um, and again, like I said, they're one inch attacks. Uh, right. so to me, so, that's them saying, we want you to keep it a five man unit. <laughs> yep. I agree. Cause going to the 10 man boy, would that hurt if you've got to break coherency to fight and all yeah. that? Yeah. 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 So, um, that is what that is. Uh, but, uh, other than that, I don't, the, the biggest, uh, complaint I have about the, the blight Kings is, mm -hmm. They squished all of the different bug attacks into one thing, and so uh, yeah, so they got rid of the iconic foul mouth parts, and it's just like right. stingers, wings, and mouth parts. And I'm like, don't just don't just lump it in. It's foul right. mouth parts. Be who you meant to be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I know exactly what you mean. Just let me say I'm attacking you with my foul mouth parts. Yes, absolutely. I mean that's. That's the reason why you bring the army. That's... 
Um, I think uh, the great unclean one. Uh, I feel like the wings were clipped a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I it is sad. I think they lost quite a bit, especially the bell and yeah. lost so much. I, it's real sad that what he's just like a help with summoning nowadays, right? Right. I, I mean, I look at this it's and like. Bad. 18 wounds on a 4-up, 5-up, like, you couldn't have at least, like, if you're going to charge me 495 points, you right. couldn't have given me a 3-up on this thing? Right, I that's mean, true. I think the damage yeah, is a little higher. It... Excuse me, no, did it go up? Yeah. Um, the damage is a little high, but like... Okay. I don't know, man. You gotta... They just, they did so much taking away, because like, it was such a buff army. And they took right. away all the buffs, and they gave nothing. They were like, oh, well, we already gave you diseased. And, like, right. that's that's the response for every unit in the army. Oh, well, you took this away. Yeah, but we gave you diseased. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I'm trying to figure out, because I feel like I was saying something very similar whenever we first started looking at uh, Stormcast. That's is true. how there feels like there are no synergies in Stormcast. Like you're not building up this big, beautiful unit with a whole bunch of different uh, buffs and all that. You're not doing that in Stormcast. Right. Using Which... them at face value to punch someone in the mouth repeatedly. Yeah. And the more we're sitting here talking about it, the more I'm looking at profiles and stuff, the more I'm thinking we might be kind of doing the same thing. It's whether or not that that movement across the army yeah. will be what the issue is. Because at least with Stormcast and all that, you have a teleport. You have some very strong calves that can go out and touch yeah. things. And you have the five five move. Right. Um, now, with that being said, though, so A, I've already talked to Neil about going out there and trying yeah. his, my Nurgle army. <laughs> right, right. The Nurgle army. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Nurgle army that unites our two families. That's... There you go. There you go. <laughs> and Gotta spread I, that contagion. I definitely think that uh, it's an army that needs to be played in order for you to really judge it. To understand what's going on, yeah. Right. Um, How much do these little nips of mortal wounds help here and there? And Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and like I said, I mean, if, if the disease was easier to spread then yes absolutely um right but the simple fact of the matter is that you just go down to one right you got to put some serious pressure on every unit in the army the entire game in order to get the damage everyone's talking right. about yeah you out. have to be in everyone's face at and all like, times and you've made this hyper elite army where you're lucky if you have five units on the table no, I hear you. I mean, I I don't know what else you do with it. Um, right. I, I think the other one, the other big War Scroll change, uh, the Glotkin. Yeah. Um, he's cool. He's really good. Um, mm -hmm. But if you think 700 points is the right points for him, you are high as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um I, I, I'm speaking directly to the person who came up with the idea to make this 700 points. What you should have done 
Okay, instead of just putting 700 points down, is you should have got a sticky note. Okay, you should wrote the Glotkin, 700 points, question right. mark. Take it on, take the sticky note off. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> we'll go sticky note. We'll just pretend right, it's the same right, thing. Right. Put it on the top of the monitor on uh, Friday. Okay. <laughs> go out. Have have you know your weekend? You know, mm-hmm. get get out, get some fresh air. Ironically, you know, uh, have some fun. You know, talk with some friends. Come back Monday and look at that sticky note again. And if you still think that that's a good idea then okay yeah but if you look at that note and go yeah that does sound right yeah 700 is right then there's something wrong like right (laughs) no it's yeah 700 points very difficult he lets you do like the out of sequence charge or whatever right which honestly i don't care about it for 700 points is expensive do you know why the out of turn charge works for iron jaws why is that because it's basically the entire fucking army. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Do you know how much I care about the Glotkin and one buddy near the Glotkin? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot, because there's no yeah. friggin' hammers in this army. It's all anvils. Right. And on top of that, like, the the disease comes in the movement phase, not the charge phase. Right. If it came in the charge phase, okay... Mm-hmm. All right, maybe I could see 680. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not at, not at 700. Um, no, I hear you. Same thing, I saw a lot of people praising the the, the War Scrolls for the Maggotkin themselves, the uh, the three named Maggotlords. Uh, right. I think all of their War Scrolls are so disappointing. I'll be honest, I didn't even look at them yet, so I need to. Um, like I said, I mean, as far as that goes, like I said, uh, the caster has had his abilities reduced. Um, mm-hmm. I th- think he's a single caster. He might be a double cast. Uh, yeah. But a lot of his abilities, again, a lot of his abilities were taken away. All his best spells were taken away. All of his buffs were taken away. And so, like, he doesn't do a lot of damage. He's still three-something. Um, okay. So they are still pretty expensive then. Okay. Right. He's still very expensive. Uh, uh, Morbidic twice born, the the Nurgle, the Nurgling one. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. Like they, they just kind of kept him in this. Like they took away his buffs, mm-hmm. but they kept him buffing Nurgling somewhat. Like you can still okay. put a put a model of Nurglings back. Okay. And uh, with the way things are like that, I mm-hmm. feel like it would have been better for to instead of adding a unit uh, or adding a model of Nurglings to a nearby unit of Nurglings, just add a Nurgle, add a Nurgling model to his unit every turn. To his own unit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Give him somebody's shed wounds onto or something, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Because, again, like, now all of a sudden, you have... Um, and I guess like, you'd probably have to cap it at, like, three or something. You know, like... Sure, yeah. If, if you have less than three Nurglings in this mod, or in this unit... Added, right, at one. Um, 
because then at that point you can either add them to that or you can add them to him because then you have all these little nerglings coming in with like 15 attacks or whatever the hell it's at looking right, for those yeah. sixes mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see if we can contagion something let's go right and honestly that little change there would mm-hmm. put him in s tier for me but since he's still like you still have to bring nerglings separate mm-hmm. from him and then uh I think they wounds... have to lose a base, and then you got to put it back. Yeah, right, right. And I think their wounds went down. Oh, I don't know that. I, need I, that I forget. Look, I, actually, I don't remember exactly what it was. There was some change that I looked at, and I was like, "Well, how do you keep them on the table now?" Um, hmm. But they're like I said, the Nurglings are I think are overpriced as well, uh, right? Because they really don't do too much more. The price on them is not because the unit is that good. It is simply just because um, you don't want someone to spam them. Right. Okay. Because if you made them like that 60 points of like the Aether Wing cost. Yeah. Oh, my dear God. <laughs> yeah. Just I just looked uh, what they're pointed at. That 105 is uh, yeah. That's a little, little rough for yeah. for something that's not really going to do anything other than be a tar pit for a turn. Or not even a tar pit, a speed bump. Right. Um, now the Beast of Nurgle, I like. I liked the changes before, and they just basically kept them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if it feels very narrative. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like it doesn't feel like you're, you're going with the fluff. But I like right. the idea of him that's like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> just the yeah. you know, retreating and doing mortal wounds on the retreat, charging, doing mortal wounds on the charge. <laughs> Seems all right. Yeah, I mean, I could kind of see that yo-yo effect because I remember reading old books and saying it's like a dog, you know, running yeah. around, just an overly excited puppy. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I can think of. <clears throat> but yeah, I definitely like I love definitely like that unit a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't remember all the spells, but I remember reading over them, and like there was a couple that I was like, oh, okay, but. Yeah. Not not to sound like Neil, it's like I- anymore there's so many armies that are so magic dominant now. Right. Yeah, if you aren't good at magic, right. You're kind of going, well, will I hit someone who's good at magic? If I do, I shouldn't have taken any magic against them. Right. Right. Cuz again, like... you're I feel like we're in this age where you either need mass mass spells mm-hmm. or you need one or two casters that have good bonuses. Yeah. Um, Now there is one build that you can go with one of the sub, um, uh, one of the subclasses, no, not subclasses. What am I thinking of? One of the Nurgle storm hosts. (laughs) Uh, One of the sub factions or whatever. There's one that allows you to bring up uh, three sorcerers. That if they're within uh, proximity of each other, you can choose one to get a bonus equal to the number of other one other sorcerers around him. So you get what a plus two then? Yeah, you can get a. It okay. might be a plus three, but you can get a plus two at the very least. Okay, um, I'll throw, I'll throw read it up. So you could get a singular good gas out right. of the three of them. Right. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> and so again, the sorcerers are the other ones that I really like the ability where they have the. Um, you add if a sorcerer casts an endless spell, you add the maggot of Nurgulkin keyword to that endless spell, which oh, okay. is to me 
so overlooked. I haven't heard mm-hmm. anyone talking about it. But I know you and I talked a little bit about it. But like, right, because you're thinking about throwing some spells, people. Yeah. Right. So now this gives you the obvious choice is chains. Yeah. Yeah, because it spreads out very nice, so you can get a lot. It spreads out, and then it also has the potential of slowing you down. Right. And then it also has that non-reliable bonus of uh, doing some damage yourself. So now you have a unit, now you have an endless spell that is adding disease tokens and preventing you from getting away from it. Right. Um, I forget what the other one is that I told you about, the horror, horror ghast or something. Oh, let me take a look here. Oh, yeah. Um, I have to look it up. Is that it? Yeah, the horror ghast. Okay, so so keep this in mind, guys. If you're thinking about doing Nurgle, 65 points, the horror ghast. Um, this endless spell is summoned with a spell that has a casting value of 6 and range of 12 inches. If successfully cast, set up the endless spell wholly within range of the caster. It's predatory, so you can move it up to 8 inches and it flies. Prey on fear. Units wholly within 12 of this uh, endless spell cannot receive command trade or cannot receive commands in the battle shock phase. So it's only in the battle shock phase okay. where Nurgle is not really going to be participating. Um, especially Great. if you're going Black Kings. Yeah. Um, in addition, if the unit fails a battle shock test wholly within thir- 12 inches of this endless spell, Add D3 to the number of models that flee. So now you have this situation where you have already taken a bunch of models. You know, not a bunch, but you've probably taken two or three models. You've taken a couple, yeah. Um, Let's say you've got them up to their seven. Um, So we take another three Contagion Mortal Wounds, yeah. Right, so... So now you're looking at like five or six for your battle shock roll that you're no longer able to make them immune to battle shock, right. um, and that gives you good odds that you're going to have one or two guys running away. Um, and then we're going to add to it, yeah. Right, and then you're on top of that going to add another three mo- or D three models to run. I feel like there's a lot of uh, three model, or maybe someone will bump it up to six three model units that lose that one guy and you're like don't worry about it. i'll just auto pass it that if yeah. oops sorry you just so happened to be within 12 yeah and you failed it let's just pick the whole unit up and again it's also giving disease tokens on top of right everything yeah it's true and then of course okay. the other the other big pick you don't get to benefit from that specific mechanic but emerald life swarm yeah adding back uh, I'll keep the blight. army alive and going, yeah. <laughs> Hell, adding yeah. back uh, Blight Lords. I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's a, a lucky roll if you're adding back Blight Lords, but... <laughs> um, yeah, so I said, I mean, it's... Uh, the problem is, it, it's it's a for an endless spell, it's very expensive, as it should be. Right. So No, I'm not disagreeing. It, it's, it's this interesting place because it's like, I would love to bring it in my Stormcast list, mm-hmm. but Stormcast are elite where they need this healing, but is the healing so good that you're going to take out something else, an entire other unit? Right. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whenever I was doing this, I was first looking up 
seeing if there was a reason to put in a purple sun, but no, there's not. There's no. No, <laughs> it's not there. No, because it's removing models. So. Oh uh, right, and you just want to do some damage with it, yeah. But you could probably yeah. get some fun out of like the Quicksilver Swords or the Burning Head. Yeah, I was thinking the Pendulum because it might be fast enough to get over there. That's true as well. And hit someone in the movement and combat, so it can put two contagion points out there yeah. against maybe two units. Now, see, and it'll get rid good. of itself eventually, so you yeah. can recast it then. Yeah, and now see that would be really good if if they did the the um, disease points with it's based off of how I was saying if it's based off of a maggot uh, or yeah. a diseased. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, because you just throw that in the middle of everything and go, okay, I caught most of your army with that. Cool. <laughs> and you just see this wave for a couple turns. Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah turn one and two, it just goes, whoop. Ooh, okay, everyone got diseased for a second because of that thing. That was a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really fun. Uh, that makes me that makes me more sad that they didn't do it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, like I said, I... Uh, I, again, it, even if, if it's not apparent as of last time, like I said, Nurgle is one of these things where it's like, mm -hmm. it's this proximity thing where if it starts coming up, the, the desire just shoots through. But as soon as it starts getting a little distance, just shoots straight back down. <laughs> no, I understand that completely. I've sat and looked at the Blake King army for a little while. I've gone, looks fun. Looks like it's got a lot of character to it. You can mess around with it a lot yeah. and then I'm just stop thinking about it yeah something else catches my eye yeah well like i said i i think they i think the battle tome's a lot of fun mm -hmm. um but fun armies don't win tournaments right but um, not that that's what you need to do with everything but yeah like i said it, it's and yes that is a whole that's a whole conversation that we won't right. necessarily get into here but like i do think I did not want to see this as a OP top tier book. You didn't want to see it be everyone has one of these now. Right. Because again, I feel like with the way they did this, if this became a top tier book, it would become unbeatable. Right. No, I think this book very well, one or two things could have been added to it and you'd yeah. go, Oh boy, this is a lot of wounds to somehow try and chew through. Oh, yeah. I did mortal wounds. Oh, they still have a five up. Okay, uh, I, this is starting to hurt. <laughs> I definitely think there is, if there's like the tactician, the strategist, mm -hmm. like if I were to see, again, Bill show up with this. Right, going, there are those no. people that you'll go, oh, I'm going to get killed in a weird way and this is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to make me feel weird in weird right. ways. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go and admit to losing to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like I said, I, I, like, I like where it is. Mm -hmm. I just wish they would have pushed, pushed it up with one tick. Mm -hmm. uh, or even if they would have just limited the number of buffs as opposed to just getting rid of them mm -hmm. uh, I feel like they got rid of the flavor of the individual units to have a more flavorful overall feel of the army which is a pro and a con at the same time right but also like I said earlier looking at the Stormcast we definitely said the same thing about 
where did all my synergies go? Yeah. So I'm very curious whenever we look back at this book six months from now to go. Yeah. All right. They're, they're good at standing up on their own enough that they didn't need the extra. Yeah, I definitely think there's going to be an FAQ that's needed, especially because yeah. I think there's... I forget what it is. I think there's a either command trait or an artifact. Something that was, yeah, written incorrectly. I would need to actually sit down. <laughs> I would and, say not necessarily yeah. written incorrectly, but... It wasn't... Fact, it, it was not checked. Yes. We'll put it that way. It, yeah. it, it definitely tells us that the original disease thing was add a disease token for every model within X. Right, yeah. Uh, because now, what disease is now, just to... I probably should have said this beforehand, but yeah. at the uh, beginning... Yeah, the beginning... At the end, end of the movement. At the end, end of the of movement move. phase and the end mm -hmm. of the combat phase, every unit within three inches of a Maggot Kin of Nurgle unit add mm -hmm. a disease token. Yep. And so what the whether this command trait or artifact or whatever, what it does is this unit counts as two models when determining disease right. tokens. <laughs> yeah. Now hopefully they just switch it over to do something cool like whenever this unit gives a disease token, give two instead. Yeah, that's how it should be written. That's fine. I think. That's yeah. not broken. I don't think it's broken that, anyway. That one hero will give four if it's in combat for the whole turn right. cool right. that's that's i'm really gonna get cool. two mortal wounds at the end of this cool i'm happy with that yeah. if i was already in combat i'm gonna roll five dice just off this one dude i mean that yeah. would be that would be great for uh i forget the name of the, the one foot hero that everyone like lord of plagues i think so yeah like that'd be great for him because he's mm -hmm. gonna go off on his own and do his own little thing Right, and he'll get close maybe on a couple of fights and go, okay, let's see if these mortal wounds drop you for me. Yeah. All right, well, so I said I think that's... Uh, I feel satiated with my Nurgle talk. Good, um, good. But <laughs> Is there any other units you want to talk about or anything? Not that I can think of, no. We did a pretty good job hitting, I feel like, the main characters of this book. Yeah. So. At least the main go-tos. Right, yeah. Uh, there, we'll come back months from now and some old grab some weird thing and start beating everyone with it that yeah. we missed. That's oh, okay. yeah. Like I said, the... Um, I can't remember the named... Yeah, it doesn't matter. There, there's, like, the, the named guy that's on, like, the the mound of shit. <laughs> uh, the Tallyman? I think it's the Tallyman. It? I think yeah. he's really good now. His stocks have gone up a little bit. Um, good. I, the, two, the two Nurgle here, the... Nurgle demon heroes that came out are still good. They're not quite as good now, but they're still okay. good. If I was going to okay. be bringing um, uh, plague bearers, I would still have them in an army. Still run as Sloppity Bile Piper and yeah. the uh, Scrivener or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's a thing. And on top of that, they're also the bottom of the summoning chart. Oh, okay. So you don't even have to put them in the list. You right. can just get there on turn two or three, probably, and right, exactly. go out. Um, now, I know a lot of people have been complaining about the, the summoning. Uh, I'll just touch mm -hmm. on summoning here real quick. Yeah. Um, and I get it. I'm, but also, we've seen what, when you make it too good, right. what happens. I, I yeah. think the problem is, is you have a highly defensive army that's not going to lose a lot of models, and so adding models to that is exponential as opposed to 
Slanesh where it's needed to keep the quid pro quo, you know? <laughs> right. Um, or, hey, whenever you summon 25 wounds of something, that's really good. Ask Pink Horrors, and they don't even have a good save. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's the other thing that, that I want to look at is, like, if you are complaining about the summoning of Nurgle, you're not allowed to complain about the summoning of pink horrors. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, because it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And the only difference is that's the only uh, anvil Zinch has. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, it, I get it. I wish it was a little bit more, or maybe that, like, the Great Unclean one added a little right. bit more or like whenever if he summons something it costs less or something you know right yeah or even Possibly. if it was whenever you summon um subtract the round number from the total point spent you know uh, i okay. don't know that might be a little short, right but yeah by the end of that having five off i mean yeah if if summoning something big turns it over in your favor in round five i don't see that being an every game occurrence see i don't i don't think it's summoning something big it's summoning on to points that you didn't that's control true. that's what i would be worried about is oh a whole bunch of cheap things please thank and you also like i said if if because again you only summon once per turn or you only oh, summon okay. once i think okay you can't do the string along cast like Slanesh used to be able to do. Right, right. I'm pretty uh, sure it's yeah. just once. So, again, even if look okay. taking that in a pack, you go, okay, I'm going to drop, I think you can do, I think you can do a 20 pack of Plague Bears. Okay, on the top end of that, I believe that. Uh, I think so. Uh, like, so For even if you do that, yeah. yeah, even if you just do that, well, because Plague Bears are now 10. Oh. Yeah. Okay. As they should have been, in my opinion. Gotcha. Understood. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, dropping that on one objective to, to get it, if that gets you one extra point and that wins you the match. Right. Yeah. Ain't bad. I don't know. Like I said, I think there. that was one of the things. I, while I don't think the summoning chart itself is overly anything to complain about, I do right. think they could have had a little fun with it. And not necessarily oh, yeah. the chart, but like, like you said, have like, just call the bell, mm -hmm. <laughs> give the bell to, um, give the bell to the great unclean one and then make mm -hmm. an artifact, <clears throat> call it, uh, the dinner bell of Nurgle <laughs> 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 and you can give it to your great unclean one. And it mm -hmm. increases summoning, so you can get a little bit more going on. Like, right? Like, have like do something. Like, how? Like, right. expand, expand. Right. right. Make that be one of the. Uh, oh, what are they called? We already talked about them. Uh, sub factions that, that they're the be better cool. summoners. Yeah. Make it that okay. I went to the summoning sub faction, so I'm gonna play the summoning army. Yeah. Yeah. Nurgle. And then, like, yeah, like I said, I mean, that's. Because honestly, the sub factions are largely, um, honestly, disappointing. Yeah, the the blight lord or the blight king sub faction is very disappointing. Okay. Um, How so? What's what did you want from it? I guess. 
Uh, well, so let me. I'm not going to try and look it up here at this point. Uh, it's okay. So essentially, what it does is it it fucks with your um. It fucks with the mortal wounds that they put at the end of the oh, okay. Battle. Instead of mortal wounds, it gives out disease tokens. I'd prefer the mortal wounds, please. Right. Like, uh, I don't understand. Like, like, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to take the extra step, please. I'd like to not. <laughs> right. It, now, if it was have another... If it was instead of doing that D3 every time you give out disease... Maybe. Okay. All right. I can see that. So now, twice per turn, I'm doing mm -hmm. D3 disease tokens instead of just one. Right. But to go, instead of mortal wounds, straight mortal wounds, you now right. just put disease tokens on instead. Which right. Probably... You have to take the extra step, which probably won't do as many mortal wounds as you were hoping for. Right. You're already putting on two, and then you're also getting 25 attacks, mm -hmm. which you... Which are... you're going to average another four. Right. Right. So if you go into round two, mm -hmm. on average you're going to be at seven on whatever you're attacking. Right. So yeah. The so converting your mortal wounds into disease is useless. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah, like I said very disappointing. Um, mm -hmm. There's nothing like the one. There's one for plague drones. I don't remember what that does, but I was like looking at it going. Doesn't make them good enough, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, like I said, I would have liked to see that be a little stronger, but you can't win them all. Mm -hmm. No, I get it. So, like I said, I'm going to try and get a game in with Neil. I don't know when that will happen since we are both, uh, you know, adults with full lives. <laughs> right. And he lives in Ohio. <laughs> right. Yes, he lives in in that place. Yeah. You know, the Flatlands. Yes, the Flatlands. <laughs> That's okay. Still love uh, you guys out west, I suppose. Yeah. So whenever we do get a game in, I will report back and we'll see. Good. I'm sure since it's Neil, I'm sure I'll win. But you know, other than that. Oh geez. Oof. Just throw the shade now. <laughs> Here we go. Love it. Again, he's never gonna watch this. But if he does, <laughs> I made fun of yeah, him. We're far too deep into this. All right, everybody. I won't. Uh, I won't keep. Well, though, I'm, I'm like seven minutes short. But who knows? <laughs> Okay. I think I think I've said my piece. Mm -hmm. I think you've said your piece. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh what do you want to do next month? Uh I want to talk about maybe this uh LVO thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think we can that, do that. that. That'd be good. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh we'll see people at LVO. We'll just talk about that then. Do you Seems think good. do you think um we'll see our books by then? Oh, for the uh, box set coming out. Mm. Will we see them? We will see an announcement for one of them. That's I, my guess. I, think I don't think we'll have a physical book at all, definitely. I think it'll probably be February. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're coming out the same day. You very well may be right. Yeah. They've done that beginning of the year. What was it? Uh, Flesh Eater Quartz and Skaven came out same day at the beginning of the year. There's two memorable releases. Yeah. Yeah, that was a time, huh? Good old uh, 2.0. Do you have any do you have any predictions you want to give for any reveals at LVO? At LVO reveal. You know what? LVO is where they're gonna tell us about the battle tomes. Okay. 
There you go. There's the easy one. Um, I I don't know, so I'm gonna fall back on my uh, on my standard, my default. Okay. Sigmar model. Wow. I'm I'm glad you went out on a limb there, buddy. Glad you went out on a limb there. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, man. What if what if they decided LVO was where they said, hey, there's gonna be a new army of some sort coming out. Uh, one of the ones that have been rumored, because God knows there's been a lot. See, but Thank I would make that. A, I think that would be a Warhammer World event, though, if so, I'm going to announce. The problem is, is so historically, um, whenever they release new armies, it has been the spring army, right? But I have a mm -hmm. feeling. This is going to be a very boring housekeeping housekeeping year for AOS. You're probably not wrong. We've had the exciting end of that stick for quite some time now. Yes. yes. So I, I personally if, Oh go ahead. Let's say we probably get bounced back to fall if we're gonna get anything really good like that. I, Six months bounce back. I expect to see a. I'm expected to be surprised by the number of battle tomes that are coming out this year. Okay. Um, and and I don't know if that's a hope or a prediction. I mean, there's a lot of books that are going to need the updates to three. Yeah. So because that's one of the problems is with third edition. There's a lot of changes that need to be right. Made. Right. It is yeah. not. It is, um, ah, here we go. Uh, I'll cater to my, cater to my audience of one here. Um, using a second edition. So after playing Stormcast, mm -hmm. so a third edition battle tome and third edition, going back to look at a second edition battle tome and third edition feels mm -hmm. like what, what, uh, you and yours would call redneck engineering. <laughs> ah, ah, understood. A lot of duct tape, a lot of rubber bands. <laughs> One of those, yeah, it works, but I wouldn't use it. <laughs> I wouldn't take it on the highway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Um, gotcha. So, but however, though, I'm going super far out here. I do think mm -hmm. that means we are in for an exciting 2023. Okay, the way out prediction yeah. is hold your breath through 2022 because we got to make it to 2023. Right. We're, we're pouring the foundation, but wait till you see the house. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, okay. I think I agree with you. We'll be rebuilding this year and getting everybody their third ed codex, or not codex, battle tome this yeah. year. Just yeah. passing those out like candy and say, okay, here you go. Here's a book and a hero. Here's a book and a single hero. Yeah, I have, I have a feeling like 2022 is going to be 40Ks here, um, as, and it's like a rebuilding year for us. And then yeah. 2023, 40K is going to be like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> right. thought we just were your favorites again for a second. <laughs> Kick to the curb, kids. Because again, I, I, I'm, I don't know if it's all going to come out in 2023. I'm just going to hope that it does. But I am Forget. expecting Umberneth, Tyrion, um, the uh, Dawnbringer Crusade and mm -hmm. uh, Ironbreaker or uh, Curse uh, Oathbreakers. Whew. 
That would be a stack 2023. So again, if that goes in 20, if half comes out 2023, the other half comes out 2024. Right. I get it. But at the same time, yeah. Narrative man. Oh boy. There we go. (laughs) Because again, like that's the thing is like, they're, they're going to be paired. So I don't know how you split them apart. Like you're going to visit. It's hard for me as stepping away from the narrative as somebody who would think of it on a marketing side to go, Hey boss, I want to release two brand new armies at the same time. Yeah. Cause boy, is that not going to go down well knowing that That's people only have a loaded amount of money. So again, like, so if you look at it that way, so, so let's put that in perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's add that to the equation. So you go Umberneth, full new army. And then Tyrion is literally just Tyrion, angel elves, okay. you know, okay. And like a maybe, unit, yeah, right. Maybe a unit, maybe a unit and a ethereal uh, mm-hmm. or an elementary, elementary, right? Um, which then that would mean iron or oath breakers would be the full army, and dawnbringer crusade would be our small, would be the, which I can see that, yeah, much easier. And instead, instead of doing a full overhaul and getting rid of getting rid of Cities of Sigmar, it is still just a bridge for Cities of Sigmar. And then it's we Sig- just get a couple human. Yeah. Or it's just um, Devotee of Sigmar comes back. Right, something similar to that. Yeah, yeah. Devoted to Sigmar still can run basically the humans dispossess something like that together unless right. like they you do s- you still have access to the old possessed. like yeah that still... whole book essentially but it gets reflavored as we are not the cities rebuilding we are the crusades going out to take people right okay okay i can see that a lot easier okay so, if fr- my marketing person would be happier with that i feel <laughs> like yeah now also i also think that the original timeline was correct and we were supposed to be seeing this stuff starting in 2022. Yeah, but we know that's, yeah. Right. No, I agree with that, but I think we're probably nine months plus behind right now, if you may guess on everything. I think, like, basically everything that was supposed to happen in the last year has all been squished, compressed, twisted, and blended, and then they're mm. also sprinkling in stuff that was all, that it was supposed to happen now like <laughs> Boy. it's this weird shuffle, shuffle right chance. as it as it finally comes in they're like okay hurry up get it out there yeah right right um and then on top of that like so like I, i've i've heard the rumors that this is like completely thrown like everything is like um old world has been like just devastated by it. like I'm sure they're still working on it, but it's like all production is going towards other things. People that are supposed to be working on that are now trying to work on other things. And like, like it's taking such even, a backseat. Yeah. Not even knowing any sort of rumors, just knowing how it is working for the manufacturing. Oh, because that was supposed right to be, there were supposed yeah. to be in January. So it might've been LDO. The, the rumor was that in January uh-huh. was supposed to be the detail release of old. World. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just from a manufacturing standpoint. Yeah. Probably. They they definitely got, well, we don't know how much money this will make us, so it's going to get put in the bin for later. 
because it's not costing us anymore to just have it sit there for right now. Right. Right. All right. There you go. Like I said, uh, no one's watching at this point, uh, which no, is a shame because you got your seven gold. minutes. So I got there it. you go. So here's the here's the pure gold that everyone missed. The mana. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next month we'll talk about LVO. Uh, yeah. Hopefully all that knock on wood goes well. I yeah. have no expectations of it going well at all. Uh, uh, it'll be fine. I'm trying I'm hoping, to hope for that three two. If I can oh, do that I'm with like about zero. That. I'm not talking about LVO oh. itself. I'm talking about getting to LVO. I'm I am prepared for it'll be fine. The nightmare to end all nightmares. <laughs> Look, you just gotta relax. It's all gonna be okay. Uh, I, I'm panicking a little too, but don't think about it. <laughs> listen, well, so again, like uh, Dave and I were talking about this last night, where like I I joke about my bad luck, mm-hmm. but I don't realize how much I actually pack in to compensate for my bad luck that other <laughs> people just don't do, like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have to like I double and triple check everything. No, I understand. And there's still always something that like is out of nowhere. Like, right. So I'm. That's one of the reasons why like I'm still debating bringing like a bag to check, and instead just bringing <laughs> all my clothes and toiletries in the backpack I use for AOS. <laughs> oh boy. So I just, just be. Stuffed in there. Yeah, I just bring I bring my backpack and that goes under my chair and then I bring mm-hmm. uh, my case and that goes in the upper upper thing and then that way I watch my stuff at all times and no one can do anything with. <laughs> you know what? My mindset is if I lose clothes, that's okay. That's replaceable. Well, yeah, but the friggin' suitcase is gonna be more expensive than the clothes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> because what we're gonna be gone Thursday to Monday. Yep. So let's see. So that's what one, two, three, four, five. So that's five shirts. I can roll that up into a ball. It takes up like that much room. I mean, it'll be four shirts. I'll be wearing the one I'll be taking on oh, the day. Yeah, yeah. You got to bring one yeah. extra one just yeah. to make sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now just just don't be messy. It'd be all right. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a uh, wonderful month. Uh, we will be back. Sooner than you think. Any yeah. Any words? I'll see you guys out at LVO. Hell uh, yeah, come man. say hi. Yeah. Uh, be great. Yeah. That's, uh... If I find out you're the one listener still here, <laughs> thank you. Here, I'll buy a beer. If, <laughs> if, if you bring, if you come up to me wearing a double turn me daddy or a big M shirt and I don't know you, I'll give you a prize. Cool. First okay. person. There we go. There is it a hundred dollars? Maybe. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it is. Okay. Jeez. Two hundred dollars? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> uh, All right. All, All right. right. Let's get this transitioned over here and boom. Done for the month. See you suckers later.